0: get after a podcast where we talk about what it is but we're more interested in what gets you from the before picture
1: to the after joe ryan is a marine vet brian gusterson's an army vet both from montana and they sold cars together 15 years ago now they both like talking with people on different topics they're passionate about
0: so there's more than one reason um that we need to change that intro it's just factually incorrect
1: it is what what does it say?
0: I thought you were saying that um we sold cars like 22 years ago. It seems like a lot of time. How long do you think we've we sold cars? Like what do you think the actual number was?
1: Well, we sold we sold cars in 08. Uh-huh. Oh. What's the math on that? Yeah, so an 07 and 08. Uh-huh. Aha. And so 07 is 14 years ago. So And what do I say 15? Yeah i we're, say 15. We're not that old of friends. <laughs> right. By yeah. a year. That's just adding a year on to, uh, you know, it's just lying. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we're going to have to change it. So that's weird.
0: What you were actually trying to uh, motion to me, I think, was that we are on episode 22.
1: That's what I was trying to motion not, to you. Not
0: that this is wrong and we were sold cars 22 years ago. And I was like,
1: that seems like a longer time. Yeah. That would have been like 99. I feel that old sometimes. Yeah. You know, when I'm like that, maybe that could have been. It, it could have been. I was <laughs> I was talking to somebody just uh, just the other day. Oh, maybe it was today. Oh, okay. I had a, a youth student from Glasgow that I zoomed okay. with today. New student, because, a youth student. Youth youth student. Youth student. Gotcha. He was in my youth group. Okay, and he he was in Hungary like most of the summer doing mission work. Uh, mm-hmm. He was teaching English over there, and. I was talking to him about something in my past, and I was like, oh yeah, this, I'm not going to mention how many years ago. That's how the conversation went. I was like, I don't yeah. even want to say, because it was more than 20, and that makes me feel really old. Mm, yeah, that, hurt, that hurts when yeah. it's over two when decades. When you say over two, 20 years for something, it's just, ouch. Ugh. Yeah. It's, it's rough. I, I was, the whole time we were sitting up, we're in um, Dante's Inferno.
0: We are in the third circle of Dante's Inferno. No, actually. I think I read that book.
1: Is it Circles? (laughs) Or Levels? Whatever. I didn't. I just knew it was a book. But we're we're in Dante's restaurant. Dante's Creative Italian. Hold on.
0: It's right here in front of me. Creative Cuisine? Dante's Creative Cuisine. I thought it was going to
1: be Creative Italian Cuisine. I'm glad I checked. And this is, if you're going to take a date out, if it's like your anniversary, Mm -hmm. if you're going to ask someone to marry you. If it's prom night prom night, Mm -hmm. this is where you go in Great Falls.
0: And every week, I think it's Thursday, it's like lobster night.
1: They they do good food here. Yeah. I've I've had like the prime rib here. Um, You're getting ready to have um, bacon-wrapped shrimp. Half-price appetizers. Yeah, Every day starting at 5.30. Watch out. half apps. I think it's 5.30. I'm doing steak (laughs) fingers. But anyway, that's that's where we're at right now. And while we were setting up on this nice little table... Uh I was like, "Joe, I'm not going to talk to you." Yeah, you seem like you were just like I have something, but it's going to be better if we just
0: say it fresh.
1: Well, it's not a- even that I had we something. Record. I I wanted to ask how your weekend was because we haven't oh. talked, you know, uh-huh. and we had a, we just had a long, you know, Labor Day weekend. Yeah. And I wanted to ask how that was. We haven't talked about the previous two podcasts that we recorded, you know, last week. Yeah. And I wanted to, you know, get your take yeah. after after listening and I had I had stuff that happened to me, you know? And and so there's just been some things in my brain that I've wanted to, you know, share with my friend and ask. Okay. And I wanted to wait because I'm like there's there's times where we'll talk for like 40 minutes before we podcast it's and then true. it's like you're almost repeating it when it gets on the podcast.
0: Yeah, you're like, "Hey, can you say that again on the podcast, but this time with feeling?" Like Yeah. Yeah. And so I didn't
1: want any of it to be fake. So, Okay. How was your weekend?
0: Um that was good i mean there i was working this weekend so i had a wedding to do and um that went kind of okay oh yeah it was so i was subcontracting a wedding so i was a dj okay and um they were great everything was great but you know a couple mistakes were made that were my fault and kind of my, the person I was working for fault, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, ugh, but so, you know, I had to do some um, damage control and, you know, that's, uh, you know, r- refunds, not, not, not whole refunds, but a little bit of money had to be given back. And that's like, you know, afterwards, you know, cause we had, we sat down and we had to talk about it and, um. It turned out okay. It was like, well, you know what? Every now and again, this stuff happens, but, you know, this is how we deal with it because, you know, I'm, I'm not a fly-by-night sort of business. I'm a, I'm a guy who's a stand-up person who's going to be like, you know what? I messed up that thing, and let's talk about it. Let's see how we could make things better, and let's see how we can make it right because I'd like to work for you again someday. You know, right. we're kind of a small right. community. Um, so that <clears throat> that was cool. That was like a really hard learning thing, but it's gonna, you know, I've, I've gotten more gigs out of it, you know, just because of the the hard work that went into it, and the it just fit, you know, it was a good good fit. Anyways, the location wedding that was all good. I'm done with weddings. So there's, I mean, thank goodness. Like just, forever? No, just I did about four of them this summer. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, I wasn't really pushing for them hard, but I was doing about one a month, and. Um, it's a little more stress than, than it is I than I really like in my life. And so since I was not like regular like doing a wedding a week, this is like a new thing like oh yeah, I got to do this wedding so I got to get all these things these special accommodations ready in my life just to get them done like I had to do dry cleaning, which is not something yep. I'm doing all yep. the time. anyway, so that was good. Um, I hurt my knee, so I haven't been to the gym.
1: Well, I wanted to share one thing. I did mm-hmm. I did uh, a wedding a couple months ago for, mm-hmm. for my cousin. Mm-hmm. And the DJ for the wedding um, gets there, you know, a little bit before the, the ceremony. And I was like, hey, do you want to do a mic check yeah. before we start? And he's like, no, no, we're good. Uh-huh. And it, was a, it was a wireless microphone that I had to, a handheld. I wasn't prepared for that. Usually it's a lapel, you know, yeah. so my hands are free. Uh-huh. And so I like had my, my folder and a thing and it made it kind of difficult and oh, then mm-hmm. and then it cut out a bunch during oh. the ceremony. Yeah, should have done I, that the old mic check. And I was like, man, we really should have done a mic check. And I almost wanted to say that like through the mic. Yeah. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um the cu- the couple it was my cousin, um so like she is like the most laid back person ever yeah and so it was super easy but I personally even though it wasn't my wedding was a little frustrated right and like sound it's like and I know you know this but I just want to kind of say it like sound is not noticed if you do everything right Uh and is the biggest problem if something goes wrong stops everything it stops everything yeah, and, and so it was, it was tough, you know, doing their vows. That's when mm-hmm. it would give out is like, uh. I have to hold the mic for you. And we didn't like practice this. And now the mic's going out and I'm just like, I have to tell them, like, just push through it. Like, just keep going even if the mic goes out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because what you, you can't repeat, like you, you just gotta, you just gotta push through it. And so it was a little rough. And so I don't know exactly the problems you had. And I know you probably don't want to just like blare them out in the air, <laughs> but like, um, I, I understand how frustrating that can be because it's it's also kind of super embarrassing <clears throat> oh yeah oh, because yeah. everybody hears when there's a sound problem yeah and and no
0: it's it wasn't that big of a deal I don't mind sharing what it was it was so basically the the person I was working with it's their business and and I've done a few weddings with them before and um, they usually have a spreadsheet that they would send me you know they have here's all the songs you got to play these were approved and sent to us by the couple that way I have an outline. I know when everything's going to happen, I can make it happen for you. I don't have to bother you during your ceremony, during the during, reception, during anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, with this wedding, I, I was told that the, the couple didn't want to do that and so that I had been and I had been getting all these uh, text messages, some text messages, some um, Facebook messenger messages saying, hey, they want to change the song to this. Hey, they want to change the song to that. And then I've got no no list of events I got no Excel spreadsheet and like the the morning before I felt weird about it because I was looking through all the messages and I was like I think I have everything I got everything pre-downloaded and feeling kind of confident but then when I look at the list I'm like I've only got one one song requested that's weird just Mm -hmm. the one just the one down the aisle that doesn't feel right so I reached out to the guy who's, you know, making all the plans. And I say, hey, man, um, you know, are you sure they only wanted one? And he was like, yeah, that's that's fine. You know, that's that's what they wanted or something. So I thought I was all good. Turns out I did miss a couple songs. You know, it wasn't like a complete disaster. But, okay. you know, I did have to say, oh, wh- um, what what would you like for your first dance song? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so um, um, so I admitted to that. I was like, hey, you know, it, it was uh, not something that we were used to. But I did drop the ball. He did send us the music. It was my fault. And so I had to, you know, Say so sorry. Yeah. Make it well, right, oh, you know? Okay.
1: So, well, I mean, that is a little bit better than like the sound equipment messing up or mics not working. You know or- what? On the other hand, on
0: that side of things, I checked and double checked, and the music sounded perfect that day. I had two setups, you know, with a wireless mic, one over here on the, another location, so that they could do the um, vows and have a little bit of background music, and then one over on the other side of the property where I had the full DJ setup, and it was just like it sounded good. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was feeling, mm-hmm. I was feeling so good that day, and so. So, when I found out later on that um, I had messed something up, I was like, ah,
1: oh, crushing. You yeah. know? Oh. Uh, especially when you prepare and it just like, oh, that hurts. I okay. felt so prepared. Okay. And Go then the, you said that uh, you hurt something. What did you hurt?
0: So, I've hurt my knee um, and I've been going through this thing with it. You know, so um, I'm at the gym, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm doing some. Wh- I'm,
1: when was this? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Last Tuesday. Okay. Um, and we're all in a workout, right? I don't even think you were there. Maybe you were. Um, I can't... I can't. I was trying to think if I was there or not. I can't remember yeah. what days I made it or so, not. So
0: I'm doing a workout, and I think I'm doing squats, let's say. I'm doing maybe a deadlift. And uh, somebody comes over, and he's like, Hey, you're, if you could do it like this, it'd be better. And make, your, and make your feet go together like a little bit more, like this. And he's giving me these tips. And I'm like, Oh... Um, like this is no like this and like by the time I, he says yes that's great that's what I want you to do I don't like how I feel this is an awkward position you've put me in and now I feel strained and then I hurt my knee <laughs> and so I was like mm. so that's a huge trigger for me is to 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 um, and I didn't say anything to him I was just like oh like this and he, he doesn't know um, but it's a huge trigger for me to to, to think, Mm, I'm kind of doing this right. I know what I'm doing. And then to have someone come over and say, hey, do it like this. Then it gets awkward. Then I'm too ashamed to say anything, to say, well, I don't want to do it like this, Mr. Expert. Why don't you just go over and teach somebody else? I'm going to keep doing squats just like this because it don't hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I can't say that. You know, I can't create an environment like that. That's, that seems nuts to me. And so I don't say anything. I bite my lip. And then I beat myself up for biting my lip. And now my knee's been hurting like, crazy and um i feel like oh because well it's my knee the the the, la- the lingering pain is is um i feel like it's my emotions mm. the emotions i'm not wanting to deal with because yeah. one of them was i don't want to admit that um i was put in an awkward situation that i feel like i i would look dumb or something mm-hmm, and then i don't want to go to the person or the person who owns the place and say, hey, this is the experience that I had. Can we make sure that doesn't happen again? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not the expert. I, I, don't, I don't even want to address it at all. You know what I mean? Right. And then I think to myself, well, I promised I would do this. And so every morning I've been waking up and my knees have been like crazy. It's just like I've been limping like, oh my gosh, I, did I break something? And then I finally express that. Thank you. Thank you. I finally expressed that to my wife because she's, um, she's like, Hey, you are, I'm noticing something and you are, you, you need to feel something. And I, and I like, I'm snapping at her now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And as I'm snapping at her and Melanie, you know, you'll like this because I haven't told you this yet. <laughs> as I'm snapping at her about how I'm feeling and why I, I don't have to feel my feelings. My knee starts feeling better like I can feel it like I'm standing there at the at the coffee station where I'd been making and making some coffee and I feel my knee start feeling better as I'm giving my wife the business mhm <laughs> as you're
1: letting go of those emotions yes and, yes and venting a little bit yeah
0: of course I have you know Apologized and realized, and had a moment with myself. And you go, there's a little bit of work you do. You go and you sit down and you just, you kind of write out what you wish you would have said, all those dumb emotions that you don't want to express, don't want to even admit you're having these emotions. And you just write one of those letters that you tear up. And it doesn't fix everything, but man, it feels a lot better. <laughs> and so, did you do that? Did you write out? I did, yeah. I, I, right. I, I was dealing with my emotions today, and mm-hmm. and it gave me physical relief. I'm not saying my my knee's so better that I'm going to wake up. and Well, I'm hoping that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and go to the gym because my pain will be gone. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure that's going to happen. Maybe I should be sure, so it'll work a little bit better. It's a psychosomatic thing, I think. Right. <laughs> um, so I'm going to tell myself tonight, like, this is going to work. I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. And even if it's just to say, hey, I'm, I'm back to the gym. I don't, I don't want to miss anymore, but my knee's kind of bothering me. Can I do whatever else? And i'm here you know what i mean and what can i do
1: so i i hurt my back just the other week um same same kind of not the same kind of scenario i was just going for a heavier weight than i'd done before yeah and my back was like we haven't done this before let me mm-hmm. just um tighten up for a couple of days now <laughs> yeah. because like i'm not used to this you know happening mm-hmm. and and so i did that the next day i went to the gym and they started doing a workout and i was like i i'm just gonna stretch oh well you really? guys do this workout and i just ah. i just sat over in the corner and then one of the coaches came over and said hey here's a couple of stretches you can try to kind of you know stretch that back out so i'm a little different if they every time they come over and tell me mm-hmm. you know change your form a little bit i just do exactly what they're saying
0: no yeah i do that the same thing outwardly but inwardly i'm
1: like stop talking to me oh see and in, <laughs> inwardly inwardly i'm, I'm is the same as outwardly Inwardly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, like you, I have no, you're just like, yes, thank you. I yeah, will do that. Thank you. I, I need mm. that input. Um, mm-hmm. I have no, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think I know what I'm doing, you know? And mm-hmm. so then in, in that case, so if somebody tries to tell me in something I do know what I'm doing, I, I know what you're saying. Like, I, I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I know what I'm doing. Uh, while you're watching, I'll listen to what you're saying mm-hmm. and then not do that. Um so what i in a, a philosophy I have is um, there 's always a way to say it better, mm-hmm. right, and so, in your mind, in that moment it 's just like, no, I know what i 'm doing, right, okay, mm-hmm. well, how do you say that better right okay, this feels weird. Are you sure this is right that 'd be a better way, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. or do I need to go lower weight because i 've never done it like this before, or mm-hmm. you know there 's so many different ways that you can say almost the same thing. You're then not, you know, stuffing emotions or whatever. I'm not trying to give you life advice. But no, no, that's that's the thing that I've always done in my life is just like, how can I say that better? That's good advice,
0: and I mean, honestly, the way that it, my my um, my mind works, it, I may be misremembering it. Like he may have uh, given me some information, I may have taken it. It worked better, and then I went onto another non-related exercise and hurt my knee. You right,
1: know? right, right, right.
0: <laughs> but in my in my in my memory that is now full of pain it's, and, re- it's and, all and regret his fault. i'm yeah. like that i am going to tell him something and he's going to listen to me and when i when i say that thing he's going to be like oh i'm sorry and 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 then and then afterwards when my my knee feels a little bit better i'm like oh no that's no that's no 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 i there's there's totally better ways to handle that like i'm thinking about oh i'll just go in and say hey my knee's feeling a little messed up i don't know what i did i think it was this or this can you guys show me what else i can do and then but continue this Building relationship, right, right,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so yeah, that was me. Um, I made a mistake at a wedding, and I hurt my
1: knee, and I and I was a big baby about it. <laughs> and so, are you? Are is this is this podcast going to be bad? You know, are you recovering right now? Or are you recovered? Oh, no,
0: this is good. This is pro- just you know admitting this stuff is and being vulnerable, being vulnerable, being a vulnerable bubble about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know it's good this is what i'm offering as a service you know i could just hide hide that i any of that happened and, mm-hmm. and when like you know what i had an amazing thing um people were giving me high fives with how good a guitar player i am and <laughs> right I, I did the facebook thing that was a fun it's oh i uh, maybe on wednesday i think last week i got that facebook bad boy up there but like boom poof it was there it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. And we
1: already have way more people following us on Facebook than on Instagram. I think it has to do with our demographic. Yeah. And plus, I've been on
0: Facebook and kind of, I mean, at least, I think at least one to 200 people out of my 1,500 fen- friends are actively tuning in and being like, I wonder what Joe's doing. Huh, that's interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, look, he has a podcast. And then they, they check you out. And they check me out. So all I did was just, you know, uh, click every friend that I have and said, hey would you please like my Facebook thing that would be fun of you to do and then 156 of you did it so thanks so much I mean last I checked I didn't check today but 161 161 time I Yeah. and with somehow we have more followers than we do likes which I also appreciate I which mean,
1: is I don't even know how to do that I was I, I noticed that number I don't know how many followers we have but yeah it was higher than likes and I was like how h- do you follow without liking well they just don't like us they want to keep their eye on us maybe they're on competition oh, you know yeah
0: uh, like, well, yeah. I'll follow you guys, but I don't like it. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I hear you
1: talking, and what you're talking about is dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> I don't like it. I am, I am currently eating these steak fingers, which are delicious, okay? The, the, the meal I chose was perfect. I'm having a problem, though. The sauce that came with it is delicious, but it's habanero. Ooh, it's a little too And out. so, like, I can feel my eyes starting to sweat. Cause it's it's spicy. Yeah, it's spicy. So I have to take my I have to take my time, and I'm probably going to need like a glass of milk.
0: We could <laughs> order some other sauce, maybe. Maybe mix it with some ranch. Oh wait, is it like a what kind of sauce is it? Is it like you a can teriyaki? Dip, you can dip
1: your finger in and try it if you want. Dip, I I'm not a germaphobe. Dip my
0: back of my fork in it.
1: Oh, that's the worst part of a fork. I know they don't wash that part.
0: It's like yeah.
1: a whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wait. <laughs>
0: It's like a here's an Asian spicy sort of thing, but yeah, also it's like an let, Asian thing. Yeah. Let's add a habanero to that.
1: Yep. Whoa. Yeah. And so I'm over here, like, try, I'm trying to listen. I'm doing good, I think, listening. We and know I want to th- eat more because these taste really good. But my tongue is like going numb.
0: Do you want to try mine? This is uh, usually the bacon. Okay, ba- that's,
1: not, that's not what I remember.
0: No, the, usually the bacon wrapped shrimp has the it's batter like a, on it. The
1: breading. That, this yeah. is light and delicious. Light and delicious. Yeah. I will try one. Go ahead. I will definitely try one. Boom. Um, should I use the back of my fork? You can just grab it with it. It's okay. a finger food. Okay. <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna I'm gonna try this. Bacon bacon wrapped shrimp. Yeah. I mean I
0: think what they're doing with the um, I mm. think what they're doing with the sauce is it's so hot that you wanna put out that fire with an ice cold beer. Mm-hmm. That is also like a dollar off mm-hmm. from five to seven.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is not sponsored. You have to know like, what we're doing right now is just a free service to Dante's Yeah,
0: just free service and I used to work here as a daytime bartender I was
1: gonna ask it seems like you know everybody here. Yeah, like two years ago Maybe
0: maybe three years ago. They do this thing every the holidays when they say hey We need more help during the holidays and that year I was available. I was like hey because I, I kind of, lo- because I live sort of an alternative, I don't know, what do you call it? An alternative lifestyle where I don't have a nine to five job and I have projects that I do that I make money with and I'm fine that way.
1: I think alternative lifestyle means something else.
0: I'm, go- I'm still going to stick with it. Just even if it's the one that I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. I'm fine. That's fine. Okay. If people want to misconstrue that. Mm-hmm. I'm t- <laughs> um, so I was like, oh. You know, be, I've been a bartender once or twice before, and it's pretty fun every now and again, depending on the crew and the, the clientele and the location and the available um, drinks that you might be able to get for, you know, next to nothing prices because you work there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dante's is great. Uh, that was one of the things that I miss. This, this is a job that I would say that I miss. And if needed and available, I probably would do again. Just because the people are so cool, it's like a really laid-back atmosphere. Even though it's a kind of a fine dining, you'd mm-hmm. think it'd be a little bit more uptight, it's, right? It's not. It's not uptight. No, everybody not. seems pretty relaxed. Yeah, they're relaxed. Um, at one point, most of the good musicians in town worked here. At some, you know, like all, and there was a so that's Ryan Horn in there with a man bun. I used to also have a man bun when I worked here. And then our other friend, Ryan Johnson, also had a man bun.
1: And worked here. And worked here. And as same, a musician.
0: And as a musician. So we were all played guitar. And so
1: you all were celebrating your, your
0: uniqueness with together. Our unique, we all wanted to be unique people named Ryan with man buns who played guitar. And it worked. Yeah. And so, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, it worked.
0: I'm one, I am say to the people, I'm one of the Ryans. And they go, oh,
1: nice. <laughs> And and so your whole weekend doesn't sound exciting. Mm, Let me think. Did anything anything actually
0: exciting happen? Let me think. How how are the cats? The cats are good. You know, um, I'm actually going to take Frodo tomorrow to the vet to find out about his scabbing patchy skin which is so, so fun but it's actually been feeling a little bit better you know so he's been so I might bring him in there like it's like I'm bringing the uh, the car into the mechanic and I'm like hey it's making the sound and it's not gonna be making the sound by the time I bring it in right so right but I'm still gonna pay the money for the diagnostic C because they had to use the computer mm, anyways so cats are doing good. I sent you that, uh, that video because mm-hmm. I, I remembered there was a time when I was like just trying to like, be mindful of the cats, and any time they were making some sort of commotion, just trying to get a little video of it, so I would have something.
1: So when you went in to get the diagnostic, you had proof? I had proof. Yeah, uh, This cat does this. Um, let's see. Which I'll is think. fine advice for any of you out there. When your vehicle is making a funny noise, pull out your camera yeah so that you can then show someone when you go to take it in to get serviced what noise it's making, yeah because it's never going to make that noise at the shop, not in front of them, not while you're paying money, no 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 your right.
0: your vehicle's fine, ma'am, yep, uh that'll be one hundred and sixty five bucks for a diagnostic mm hmm or whatever I don't know yeah, and then you drive away and
1: it's like makes the noise as you pull out chunk a chunk a chunk 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 what is that yeah, oh. Well, th- this weekend for me, I, I just hunted. It was opening opening weekend for big game. So elk Whoa. and deer and mm-hmm. all that stuff with the, with the archery equipment. And how did all that go? Um, my son and I went up uh, to the, it's called the Little Belt Mountains. Mm-hmm. There's uh, uh, the towns of Monarch and Neihart, uh are nestled in these mountains. And yeah, we went to an area where we found elk last year and went back there and the, the goal during archery season is you want to hear the elk um, bugling is what they call the noise the, the bull elk the male elk makes it's called a bugle and so you listen for that so you can like find them um we only heard one bugle and we could not find him oh. uh, but we walked that first day we walked about nine miles you know all over the mountain looking all over the place. The cool thing was we crossed this creek twice and the second time we crossed it, it, it's it's like, like, just like, it's kind of a drought going on in Montana, right? So this creek is not running like super fast at all. It's like an inch deep most areas. And it's just, you can tell it's just really low. Well, as we were crossing this little fish, like took off. And my son's like, I'm catching that with my hands right now. Mm-hmm. And he caught it and we cooked it and ate it. Whoa. And so that was pretty cool. Then we caught another fish, and then we went back to elk hunting. Um, did not see any elk that day, but we did see a black bear. And the most disappointing part of the day is, I, I, I think I shared on here that I had done some spring black bear hunting, or maybe I shared with you, I didn't see a single black bear. I saw five grizzly bears, and you can't hunt those. Oh. You know. So while I was out black bear hunting, I saw grizzlies. Um, So we're we're getting back to our tent uh, towards the end of the day, kind of elk hunted out. um, And we see this black bear and my son's like, oh, too bad the season's not open yet. And And I thought in my head, I'm like, yeah, it is. Like everything is open today. Like today's opening day. Like everything's open. He's like, no. And he sounds so sure, right? He's like, it opens on the 15th. And of course, you know, there's no service on the mountain. I can't check the regulations. I didn't have those regulations for a bear downloaded on my phone uh-huh. and I can't confirm or deny and so I just believe him well then I found out today that bear season was open we could have gotten the bear um we sat there less than 100 yards from him and he just ate and well I can't say him or her I'm assuming it was him just I have no idea why okay <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why I just gave him that gender for no reason but um Sorry, Bear, if you're listening to this, I may have misgendered you, and I apologize. <laughs> so we looked at, we we watched him for a really long time, and then uh, when we got up, he was like, oh, hey, there you are. <laughs> and uh, and he took off, and so I definitely could have like tried to get in there and get him, but I didn't think the season was open, and Dang then it. I find out today that it right. was. And then uh, the next day, we, we moved spots, and we did see, it's called a spike, which just means it... it It doesn't have the big antlers, like a big bowl that you'd see like on a magazine or something. It just has little spikes that come up. Okay. they could be like 12 to 16 inches long and just one. looks like horns as opposed to antlers is what they are. Okay. And we saw that one and we tried to get in on him and we just lost him. Don't know where he went. And then uh, yesterday, uh, my son had to go back to work. So I just went out by myself and looked looked for deers and... I th- so by the end of the weekend, I think I did a little over 20 miles on my feet Whoa. which you know a year ago I couldn't have done. And yeah. I even went to the gym this morning. and Whoa. so that was gonna be my next question for you is hey uh-huh. I didn't see you at the gym this morning. Uh-huh. You already answered why Because uh-huh. uh, you were grumpy and your knee hurt. yeah And uh, I, I even went I was really proud of myself because my brain this morning, yeah. it was like, dude, you know how much work you put in this weekend? you don't have to go to the gym, like who's, who's going to, who's going to know your body isn't even going to know because and this is my brain talking to me this morning is my mm-hmm. alarms going off. Mm-hmm. And so I said, brain, you listen to me. If, if we get out of the habit today, just because we had a, a, a hard weekend, that's going to make it easier next time. And then if we do it that next time it's going to make it easier the next time. And the next time, And I said, "No, we're we're keeping this habit. This is something we like." My brain's like, "No." Like, "I I want to go back to bed." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Nope, we're getting up." And I and I got up. And it was really tough. It actually was, was one of the hardest mornings to get up cuz each each morning this weekend I woke up at 4:30 uh-huh. to make sure I was out, you know, as the sun was coming up and mm-hmm. trying to find animals. Mm-hmm. And uh And so I got up again at, you know, five to go to the gym, a little after five Uh and it was tough. It was tough, but I did it and I was really proud and I wanted to brag and so now I get to do it on the podcast instead of just to you, you Mm. know, at at the gym because you you know you weren't there. (laughs) Um, And yeah, actually some of the regulars, some of my my friends, uh, Josiah wasn't there and Sean messaged me and said, Hey, I'm going to the later, the later class. You know, uh-huh. so he wasn't going to be there either. And so none of none of my buddies, you know, and I, I like everybody that's there, but mm-hmm. kind of consider you and Sean and Josiah kind of my buddies there, you know. Cool.
0: I think I live right near Josiah. Yeah? I like it. when I was going on my walk, mm-hmm. I was like, that's Josiah's truck. Like he drives the roofing truck. Yep. You yep. know, and I was like, oh, that's Josiah's truck. And I bet you, I bet you he would have a nice looking meticulously cut yard with little potted plants just like that. Just
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Like yeah, I, I've only known him maybe three hours, <laughs> and I just I saw that yard and the house right on the little corner, yeah, in, up up in uh, Riverview, and I was like, yeah, that's probably Josiah's
1: house. <clears throat> I think I could tell too, just driving around town. I could probably narrow it down to about four yards that would be his. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was, and that was yesterday. I was, I was, I was on a walk. And it was or the day before yesterday, because my wife's been taking me on walks like a, a <laughs> old mangy dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, awesome. And I had my, I had, I had my um, knee brace on, cinched up so tight, you know. And I was, I was like limping hard, like, like, like I had a broken leg. Mm-hmm. As I was going past Josiah's house, and I was just picturing him, you know, growling at his, you know, three times the weight that I could <laughs> lift, and he's like, and I was just, you know, imagining that as I was limping by, all you know, because I. I and that day even though i was in pain i did go to um gnc which is against all of my better judgment because i know they were a little bit more expensive yeah um but I, there was something i was looking for i was looking for a little hmb which does a little bit for my muscle um repair it's uh, called what h uh, hotel michael bravo hmb yep okay so it it, and I used it when I was in the Marine Corps, when I was really working out hard. And I noticed that as you're working out, you don't get that fatigue, pain as much. And then afterwards, you know, you don't get that searing, ouchy pain as okay. as much. It, it helps with that. Um, and so I was, I was deciding. I was like, okay, I know my knee hurts. I know that I'm, I haven't been there in a couple of days but I'm deciding right now that I'm doing this, you know, and even though I feel run down and I'm fatigued and my knee hurts, I'm going to go spend $70 because I bought a few other things. Um, <laughs> you know, you know how GNC is. Yeah. It's buy one, get one day. Um, I was, I was, I'm resolute that I'm going back, but it, it was like, I had to, it was weird. It was like, and that's why I wanted to share it on the podcast, you know, because that was, it's one of those things that would just stop someone, you know, because not only did I, am I physically hurt? Well, then I had to go on this emotional journey and be like, <laughs> um, is it something that I'm just like feeling um, not good about in my little, my little heart or whatever? And, and, you know, as I want to be seen as a big tough guy, you know, and I don't want to um, admit that I should have said this or I'm feeling that way, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but on the other hand, I want to get to my goal. And so this is, the, this is the real work, you know, for me. This is the real work, you know, because exercising is really easy. I'm, I'm actually a naturally very in shape sort of person. Mm-hmm. That's why it's kind of easier for me to get out of shape because I just don't notice. I will take one of those, actually. Yeah. It's really in shape. For, it's really easy for me to get out of shape um, for that reason. But then, um, and, and I even noticed this, and, I, and I'll say this, because I've only been working out, I think, twice, two weeks now in a row. Um, This would be the third week if I do it. Um, My shirts are already fitting better. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't downloaded the app yet. Um, But what I did notice is all of the sudden, this shirt, I can button up, and I haven't been doing these button-up shirts because my gut would make it not fit very good, you know? Right, right.
1: And um, I used to say that your buttons are on fire.
0: Thank you. You're okay, right,
1: That they're not on safe anymore. Like they're screaming. Oh, they're on fire? They're on fire. Like like they're not on safe. The selector switch on your M sixteen. Yes. Those buttons are gonna pop at any moment. Yes.
0: And I've been looking a little bit like my muscles are getting a little bit like I can notice them in the mirror already. And I'm like, Hey, even after two weeks, that's pretty good, you know. Mm -hmm. So I feel I've been feeling I've been feeling good in that way. Like I know I'm on the right track. Um, Well, and and I think the
1: biggest part is, like, you've you've mentioned how you've been, like, food prepping and stuff, too. You've been eating a little bit better.
0: Yes, I've been food prepping every week. So I'll buy some piece of meat, cook it up, and make it into, like, eight different make-ahead meals with a starch and a green, basically. Just a nice little meal that, you know, when you're feeling snacky and you want to just grab something... Well, all of a sudden you've got this meal prepped thing in the fridge that could be some, and this last week I had like a a steak sirloin all sliced up with a nice little pan sauce and it's got broccoli and rice or whatever the heck I put in there. Yeah. And you're thinking, um, well, instead of getting some chips, that actually sounds much better, you know, and it can be done in two or three minutes in the microwave if you put it on the reheat just right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, and it's totally key to do that because the chips are easier yeah much easier i mean and they they taste fine they're very satisfying mm-hmm. and so if you don't have an easy meal you're you're going to grab the easy meal mm-hmm. you know a donut a candy bar drive through a drive through you know at a fast yeah. food restaurant uh, it makes it makes a lot more sense to, to meal prep yeah and um, what
0: and what i'm not doing is going 100% you know changing my diet I, I just decided. Oh, do that. I just decided. Well, I'm I'm doing a lot more work. My muscles are, are in need of a lot of help because I'm going to be putting them through something they haven't gone through in a while and I'm going to need the, the right building blocks when they want to repair themselves. And so that's why I got the protein shake. So I'll do the protein shake before I work out, and then I do one or two protein shakes a day as I'm feeling super haggard and fatigued. You know, I think I, mean, I try to... Um, and, and, and that's why I got the, uh, the HMB, because I thought, you know what, I'm going to take this up another level. I don't want to keep going two times a week. I paid for three times a week. Right, <laughs> so, right. So it's time to step it up this third week or fourth week if my knee is feeling better. So, yeah, it's been, um, I I have been having to go to war with my goal, you know, like I, it's not one of these goals where I just get to be like, well, I'm going to go to the gym 10 times this month. All of a sudden, no, I got to go through all this emotional work. You know, I got to work on myself, all these feelings that I have been putting off maybe. And what I noticed was, and the thing about that emotional work is it's not ever about the, the situation. When I started writing it out, I realized, oh man, I'm just, I'm just a 40 year old now. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about death all of a sudden and I don't want to feel those feelings. I want to be a happy go lucky guy who's in shape and, and always has been, but now I've got this white hair and I'm getting out of shape and I'm in my forties and, you know, I'm, and I'm feeling bad about myself. And, and then the group exercises, you know, had, had me flashing back to the Marine Corps again when I was in Totally better shape, you know what I mean? Like this, right. this animal who could who could eat these workouts for breakfast, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now I'm like, ouchie, my everything hurts, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wish I wish we were rec- video recording this and everybody could see like the look that you just did when you said, ouchie. Ouchie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to get on YouTube. That's the other
0: thing. I mean, because we're very um, we have funny gesticulations and facial gestures. Gesticulations is when you're waving your arms around. Gestures comes from the
1: word gesture. Mm, mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's just just so much work. As of right now. So I was, when we first started the podcast, I was doing like a really good job at uploading like pretty much the same, like we'd record it and I'd upload it within a few hours of us recording it. Most recently, I've been like waiting till almost the last minute. Because I've just been I've just been busy as we get close to hunting season. My, my schedule gets mm-hmm. really filled up with work and everything else and And so, um, I've just been kind of waiting to last minute And I thought about youtube today because we had the first podcast we ever did we recorded and we ran into so many hiccups mm-hmm. And we did upload one We actually do have a youtube channel that I haven't been on since we uploaded that one video mm-hmm. it probably still like has like zero views mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh if we were to do it right we'd have to have somebody like edit that video to cut it you know um how it should be and you gotta have like the camera set up and then you gotta then upload that and then you've gotta Oh, there's just, there's a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot, but there's a lot. Like you run running a Facebook page now and an Instagram page. And so every time we have an upload, I want to try to tell people, hey, don't forget about the upload, you know, and let people know.
0: I wanted to do an event on the Facebook page got away from me. I was like, oh, I should have done an event instead of just telling everyone with a link. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. It is a lot. Maybe I could work on it because... Um, We've got a, we've got access to a DSLR at home and recording accoutrement. Maybe I could just like look it up real quick and like kind of verse myself on like how to just get it done quickly. Like just have a nice stream, you know. And then I would try to edit it. Maybe you know and, what I mean.
1: Well, and the 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 problem comes in when you try to get the um, gesticulation and the facial uh, expressions.
0: Meaning more than one camera. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You have to have more than one camera, and then how we're having a great back and forth here how I'll talk Uh then you talk Uh, and then I say I'll talk (laughs) every time that happens you've got to cut to the other video. That would be distracting if I had to, like, push a button and do it every time. Right, and so it's easier to do it in post. Oh, yeah. And so then you take the audio that we've recorded on here, you light it up with the video on there, and then somebody just goes through and they cut out when Brian's talking or cut out Brian when Joe's talking, cut out Joe when Brian's talking and Mm -hmm. put it all together. And it's actually not that hard if you have somebody that's dedicated to doing that because it just, it's time. You know what I need? Money. And and
0: also um, yes buddy and also <laughs> just someone to show me how to do it like i well oh, i can show you how to do it it's much better if someone can just be like okay here's the let's let's do the whole thing from start to finish we set up the cameras like this we'll have mm-hmm. two of them let's say mm-hmm. we'll do it like this and then here's the um, editing software we download mm-hmm. it like this and then here's how you do it mm-hmm. after that i've got it i can yeah, do it
1: i can show you how to do all of that well
0: we've got ourselves a project my friends. i can <clears> i can show you how to do all of that
1: yeah Well, anyway, that was, that was a long talk about maybe, um, getting some YouTube stuff. Uh, I, I had, you know, we gotta, we gotta still talk some more because I know I had something interesting to talk to you about.
0: While you think about it. Okay. I have to do a correction. Uh Uh-oh, go ahead. Huge correction for me. See, that was, all these mistakes I'm making, but look how I own up to him, everybody. See how I own it. I'm owning it. Um, last podcast, the names of the bunnies. Yeah. So huge. Um, (laughs) so the, the bunny's name is not angel.
1: The black bunny is not Angel. No, no.
0: That is a bunny. The One of the bunnies that is dearly departed. So the dearly departed mm. bunnies were Robert and Angel. We did love both those bunnies, my goodness. Um, so Lucy is the black bunny. Yeah. So it's Lucy and Vinny. Lucy and Vinny. Our bunnies, which, I mean, hey, those two names kind of go together. They sound like a couple. And we actually got them to be a couple.
1: What know? is Lucy's husband's name on I Love Lucy? Um, Richie um richie
0: uh, hmm. ricky ricky ricardo is that his name in the show or is it just his that actor might be name? his actor name
1: lucy i'm
0: home lucy oh, ricky. i think it's ricky i think so. i think i think so i'll have to do another correction if not but sorry <laughs> sorry i've got the names of the bunnies wrong
1: <laughs> okay and and I, I as i was listening back you were talking about um what well, we totally got messed up by the the amazing waitress it wasn't her fault But every time she came over, we got a little sidetracked. And um, she came over at one point when you were talking about your friend, you were going to send him a link to the podcast. Yes. And he wants to take you parasailing. Yes. The whole time in my head, I was thinking of of the glider. Paragliding. Yeah. Right. That is like the. And so I said, like, you have to do a push up the whole time. And he was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, Brian. Um, Yeah. And I was like, you were talking about the thing that you sit down and Mm -hmm. have a parachute over you. I was totally thinking of paragliding. Yeah. Pretty much the whole time you were talking until you started mentioning like the fan in the back, and I'm like, I think that's why I brought it up. I was like, I don't think he's getting this. Let me bring up that you're in seat, a seated
0: <laughs> position with a fan, behind yeah, you yeah, and a parachute it, above you. Yeah, you know?
1: I was really dense. I was, I was being, and I was paying attention. I really thought I was paying attention.
0: Well, there's a t- and another thing that I thought was kind of hilarious is how I named the podcasts. Like the last two things that we talked about on the second podcast. So. So on the podcast that just came out called Cacophonous Cats. Yeah. On that podcast is where we talked about Paraprostokians.
1: Yeah, we don't even talk about it in the first podcast. No, why would I name it
0: that? Yeah. So I'm not that good at naming things.
1: (laughs) No, both those names were great for the podcast. I think, uh, yeah, I think they were just unique names. And we did have a couple Paraprostokians, Paraprostokians, which I now know how to spell because I've had to like write it like, 17 times when I'm uploading this I have to write it on the the actual like album art so right you have to Check it. So but I'm also writing it on the audio file that, that uploads it's actually a couple photos I have to like upload and kind of move around as I'm doing it so every time I'm saving that file uh-huh. I'm writing paraprostokians <laughs> and so now I know that word P-A-R-A-P-R-O-S now I lost it because it's just too many words in my head. Paraprose. D D O K I. Yeah. A yeah. N S. Yeah, that's so Par- good. Paraprostokians.
0: That's a big hit too. People like that. They like the jokes and they like that paraprostokian because they're both. It's like a dad joke style of thing, you know? Right.
1: Yeah. And so that that I think we need to change the information for a section of our podcast where like if somebody was just finding our podcast. There's certain words that now have to be in it. Yeah. Um, Cacophonous or cacophony. Yeah. um, And paraprostokians. Yeah. Those those words have to be in there. Hashtag
0: dad jokes. You know what? We should think up a... Yeah, we should really get good at dad jokes and become like dad joke um, authorities. Aficionados. Aficionados.
1: I think think more... I mean, maybe we do start coming up with, you know, some of our own, yeah. on, like on the spot and things, but I think maybe uh, we become like dad joke, like wine tasters, mm. right? Like mm. we, put that, we put that dad joke in our ears, mm-hmm. we squish it around, uh-huh. spit it back out in that bucket, and then we tell people like, oh, this had, you know, it had a hidden hint of strawberry, uh-huh. and so in that case, you know, maybe Southern, it had a hint of Southern humor. Whoa, yeah. But we can tell that the, the ending of that joke... Uh, was definitely from a northern family. You know, and we, we really try to get the origin of that dad joke, and we try to bring out, you know, what we feel um, contains that dad joke, you know? Yeah. Like the honey that we've talked about, the coffee, wine so, tasting.
0: We'll be like dad jokes, sommeliers.
1: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> small sommeliers, which is almost like saying Somalian. Mm-hmm. But you're saying small yays, yeah, like small yays, yeah. I, and the only reason I knew that word as you said it is because it was on one of the shows I used to watch, um, Parks and Re- Recreation. One of towards the end of the show, one of the la- last seasons, one of the guys on there wants to become a small yay. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I learned that word. Most most of the things I know, I think I learned from TV.
0: Same. Um, I learned. When I was watching, one of the coolest things I ever learned was, um, let's see, physics. I know more physics from cartoons than I know from uh, school, like um, in The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why, from Lisa Simpson, that's the reason why I know the third rule of thermodynamics, which is that um, it's the rule against uh, that states that you cannot have a a body in motion forever. You know what I mean? There's no such thing. A body in
1: motion remains in motion.
0: Or you can't have a, a thing that um, goes, goes on forever. What is that? Um, a machine that never loses energy. Jeez, like now I can't think of it. But anyways, it's <laughs> not so possible. Weird. That's the rule. I don't, know
1: if it, I don't know if you're allowed to say you know a rule and then not be able to tell us the rule.
0: I get the gist of the rule.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get the gist of the rule because of Lisa Simpson. Yes,
0: basically you can never have a top that keeps spinning. You know what I mean? Because of this rule.
1: Right, uh, and well, and that has to do with objects in motion stay in motion unless acted upon by an outside source. Okay, the reason that the top to does not stay in motion is because it's acted upon by gravity, uh-huh. and the the atoms because we don't live in a vacuum, um, the the air atoms and molecules that are around it causing friction, mm-hmm. the friction of the surface that it's on, and gravity all acts upon that object in motion. But if it was in If it was somehow able to levitate or be frictionless um, in a vacuum, it would stay in motion.
0: Maybe I think, um, now that I look up the third law of thermodynamics, it doesn't have anything to do with what I was talking about. So maybe the Simpsons are lying to me, you know? It actually says that absolute zero, uh, zero K temperature, theoretically all modes of motion stops, no vibration, no rotation, and no translation. Oh, maybe it does. anyways, it's related. (laughs) (laughs) I also learned about... um, archimedes theory of displacement from the x-men cartoon because the beast in that cartoon said um as archimedes said when he discovered <laughs> the theory of displacement eureka so that's
1: how i know that archimedes discovered it <laughs> uh, i know how to spell beautiful because of jim carrey <laughs> B e b e a beautiful. Beautiful. B e a beautiful. Think of, think about
0: 10, 15 years ago and how Jim Carrey was literally the funniest person alive and on everything and everywhere. Right. Like Ace Ace Ventura.
1: That that was his thing. Maybe that's what
0: blew him up. Maybe one of my favorite movies ever and probably my favorite cult classic ever is The Cable Guy. So if you like the Cable Guy, you and I can be friends. You can just just reach out to me and be like, "I am also a lover of the Cable Guy," and we'll start quoting.
1: And so I have to tell you, the Cable Guy took me a second to warm up That's to. That's why it's a cult classic. See? Yeah, like yeah. like the same the same thing with uh, the new the, the cult classic uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Ooh, I had to watch that like four times until I finally started liking it. No, yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> Did you like it instantly?
0: Instantly. That was like the, the best movie that I had seen. I mean, even just the boots that he wore. Like, mm-hmm. I, I remember having those boots. So maybe, and... Uh, where you, he, you instantly related to him. Instantly related. Because then when he went to school, like, I went to school out in Sun River Valley. Mm-hmm. And so they, they look very similar, our, our upbringings. And the farmers and the, the ranchers and the whole... Shooting the cow as the bus pulls up. That's right. Yeah. Shooting the cows. the bus pulls up in the, uh, the tetherball situation.
1: Oh, do you remember tetherball? Yes. It, that's not even a thing anymore, is it?
0: D- isn't it weird that as adults, we don't play tetherball, nor handball, nor kickball, usually.
1: Um, what else I, don't we okay, play? Um, okay. I, I won a kicked all, kickball tournament in Glasgow. So how many years ago is this?
0: How many what? How many years ago was that? Three. Well, I guess you're an adult. Yeah, yeah, I was an adult three years ago. Wait a minute. Here's here's why it doesn't count. Before
1: <laughs> was it church related? <sighs> loosely, <laughs> loosely church related. It was. It was uh, the tournament was put on uh, as a fundraiser for um, domes- uh, domestic violence. Ugh, now I can't make fun awareness. of it. Awareness, right? And so um, domestic violence is re- referred to as DV. And it said, um, "Kick DV in the balls." Domestic violence. Because it was a kickball. It was a kickball tournament. tournament. Hmm. Yep. And so I, I still have my my purple shirt with that phrase on it. Kick DV and, in the balls. Yep. And it's framed up in in my office. Yep. <laughs> because I mean, domestic violence. Uh, you know, I I work in the foster care realm. Is a huge reason that like, <laughs> I have a job. um, right. And. It, it's horrible. It destroys families. And so I'm not trying to like take this conversation in a whole different way, no. but yes, it was most of the people on my team were from the church. Yeah. And so you could, you could say it was church related. And I will say that. And I will also
0: say to the marketer people, um, hilarious by the way. Um, also is it, do you really want to, do you really want to fight violence with violence though?
1: I right. Mean, come on. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was thought through to a certain point. To a certain point. It was a
0: very clever deal. I I like it. I would wear this shirt. Yeah. The person that put it on, her name is Shelly. We can talk right to Shelly right now. Shelly, that was a good idea. Um, In execution, I'm thinking, I don't know. Really? I mean, (laughs) it's violence. Violence shouldn't...
1: Violence begets violence. So it should have been something different. Yeah. Maybe you could
0: um, kick... Maybe not kick DV in the balls, but I'm not going to give any other because I have other examples of what you could do with the balls of DV. None appropriate.
1: Yeah, none. None of them would be appropriate or be related to kickball. None of them. So. Yeah.
0: Maybe I maybe I don't know anything about marketing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so moving on, I do have I do have a couple of jokes prepared. Okay. Are you ready? <clears throat> why, why did the chicken go to the seance? Why. To get to the other side. Oh, I like it. <laughs> right? That's like... That's a pair of Prostokian if I've ever heard one. Like, yeah. I was not expecting the end of that sentence. <laughs> Where are average things manufactured? Um, I don't know. In the satisfactory... Factory. Ooh. How do you drown a hipster? How? You throw him in the mainstream. <laughs> that, was, that was probably the least funny out of the three, but it, it, it's okay. <laughs> Whatever, bro. I, I was telling that joke before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> what sits on the bottom of the sea and twitches? Um, I don't know. A nervous wreck. <laughs> 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 that was pretty good. I yeah, like that. One's that was Pretty good. Those those are the jokes I got for you today. Okay. You got any more? Any more for me? Um, no. I have no jokes prepared today. Okay, that's that alright. Terrible. Yeah, you don't have to. But I thought it was funny
0: um, that we we brought up church in such a weird way because I, I <laughs> guess it was it was a church trip. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> with the with the kickball?
0: Yeah, I was like it was cool. It was a good guess. But that brings us to our next topic. What is the next topic? Um, let's talk about the Bible. Okay. Um, let's talk about what we were going to talk about. Uh, Battle of Jericho. Okay. Um, so here's, here's the short synopsis of why the Battle of Jericho couldn't happen like that. Okay. Because um, walls don't blow out. Right. Sound doesn't work that way. Right. And... um Mm, I have other reasons, but what, what are, what, let me just start with that, I guess. Okay. So what, what, uh, oh, wait a minute. Let's start with how do you think about the Bible? Do you think of it as an, um, uh, un, unaired, like there are no errors in it. Um, the
1: inerrant and, word of God.
0: Right. The inerrant word of God there's, and that's the, what it is from start to finish. Or do you think of it as another thing?
1: So there's going to be people that when they hear this are going to be mad at me. Don't get mad at Brian. I'm just trying to get a So know, but just, it's okay. It's I'm I'm fine with that because I'm I'm allowed to believe what I want to believe. Yeah, right? and you can talk him out of it when you see him if you want. <laughs> <clears throat> um in particular my my um first lead pastor boss Ken Johns if he listens will will probably get upset with me because his belief is it's the inherent word of God. Pastor Johns Pastor John's. I Pastor fe- Ken John's. He said he's going to listen, but I don't know. He's not a podcast guy. Then I do not fear him, this man. No, I don't either. Um, <laughs> w- what I believe is if there is mistakes in the Bible, God wanted it that way. Does that make sense? Mm, okay. So, so if there's something, if they, if they find something wrong in it, that, that was part of his plan. <laughs> and the reason I'm saying it that way is mm-hmm. because we, we know how the Bible got here. Okay. It, um, if you look at the, and I'm not, I'm not going to put down anyone's religion. No, no, yeah. There is another religion where that person cannot prove where he got the the words from, okay? Like, okay. Like he says, he says, I got the words buried in this hole. Okay, I got you. Right. Um, well, we know the Bible <laughs> was actually written by humans. We okay. know the okay. authors of all but, uh, I'm pretty sure all but one of the books. Um, the book of Hebrews, it's its up for debate um, who, who the author of that is. But they're all human authors. There's 66 books of the Bible. I can't remember how many authors, 30, 40, somewhere in there.
0: Okay. So just in general, and we're talking in generalities here. You know, I mean? mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to, you know, we, we don't have to t- t- argue over little details. You know what I mean? We're just trying to get an idea of how we see this book yeah. And how, how we use
1: it. Right, right, right.
0: And so when I hear a story like that, I think to myself, well. A story like what? Like um, Battle the of Jericho. Battle of Jericho. Okay. I think to myself, well, that's just a nice story that mm-hmm. um, possibly someone was like, hey, this is a good way to remember this. Right. I, what I don't think is that that that's actually what happened. You know, right. just, I just, I don't think it can happen that way. And I don't believe that we actually know the names of most of the books in the Bible. Like we, we only like the book of Luke, let's say, we don't know who wrote that, but we assigned it to Luke, I guess.
1: Based on his, it would <clears throat> just be like, if you found one of, uh, if you looked in your dresser drawer mm-hmm. and you found a letter from Shakespeare, but the signature spot is missing. Uh huh. And it's in his handwriting it's in his word it uses some of the same language Uh it's just a different writing that nobody ever knew right but everything about it is shakespeare okay so um and and actually i would say oh i'm not positive about the book of luke but i'm pretty sure we know luke wrote it okay dr luke he was a historian yeah really (laughs) yeah yeah dr luke was a historian so like luke is actually one of the most historically accurate tales of jesus
0: okay um, I disagree. I don't think we know um, the person that wrote it. I think we have only tried to ascribe a person to it. Oh, okay. So that's where we're just gonna have to disagree. Yep. Um, the way I think about the Bible is um, it it came from it came from um, scrolls, and so um, in the book of oh gosh now I can't remember the book of it Isaiah mm, maybe oh, maybe yes. maybe, it's, maybe it's Leviticus. It's the first time Jesus speaks in the Bible. And he, and he reads from the book of, or the scroll of maybe Luke or Isaiah or, Isaiah or something. He reads from it, first mm-hmm. First time Jesus speaks, and he mm-hmm. says, hey, I'm, I'm the person that this thing is talking about. I'm fulfilling this thing. Yep. So you, you recognize that story, right? Yep. It's in Matthew. Okay. <clears throat> um, so what's interesting about that is if you think about what Jesus was doing, he was reading from a scroll. Yep. And scrolls were really long things that you could not go to the, I mean, you just read where you were that day. That's how, that's how church worked or synagogue worked back then. And another really interesting thing uh, I, I believe about this is Jesus most likely sang those words. So there are certain people who believe that unless you are singing the words, you're not really getting the meaning. And so, back in those days, there, were n- there was not just that one scroll that he was reading from. That was one of many, many, many scrolls. They all had a similar story, story to that sometimes, and they all maybe even told a different story, had a different outcome. And then, even in the Bible today, we have books that disagree with each other. Like, they argue with each other pretty pretty reali- um, pretty obviously to me. Like, Deuteronomy and Job, let's say. You know. But, how, do they, how do they argue? So, like, um, Moses... Is saying to his people, for instance, hey everyone, here's some rules. You do these rules, you will be blessed.
1: Right. Oh, and then in Job, and Job he did those rules. He and did all was the rules and was not blessed. Job is actually the oldest book in the Bible. <laughs> I love the book of Job, by the way. Yeah. Um,
0: because because in that book, if you remember, Job was the one that said, Hey, this is not fair. None of this makes sense. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. His friends were like, Hey, don't question God. God knows what God's doing. You probably did do something. He Mm -hmm. probably is convicting you of thought crime or something. And God rebukes those people and said, nay, you know, whatever, God, I don't, I'm not trying to exactly quote the Bible. He says, no, that's not it. Job is doing exactly what I want him to do. He's right. And you're wrong. And who are you to question me? And so I like that, by the way, I just, that's the spirit I have, you know, I'm like, I like to question, you know, so, so when I hear that we have a, a book of scrolls, um, and there's just, and there's not just the 66 books that we have now, there's thousands of them. Um, those were all used by early Christians and early Jews mm-hmm. they were, and used by Jesus himself, books that maybe we don't read. Um, and I can't prove that part, Jesus, you know what I'm saying? But there's lots of books that didn't make it in the Bible. Um, and then there had to be a time where we needed one Bible. And so the Roman Catholic Church was like, okay, hey, all these scrolls, let's, let's just make one, one Bible. Let's put them all together. Let's make it make sense so we can um, now market this thing because now this is going to be our, 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 our religion of our government. This is what we're going to spread. And um, the monk who was in charge of that, I can't remember his name but he's, like a, he's called something very special. It, it like wasn't f-
1: one the entire time because it took 200 years.
0: There was a guy who they, they said, hey, you need to start this process. Okay. And he didn't finish it. But he actually said, this is, this is a, I mean, you're asking me to do something nearly impossible. These are, oh, yeah. these are scrolls that all, they, don't, they contradict each other if you read them. <laughs> and, and so we've got a bunch of scrolls that a monk and his team starts to put together and then other people go ahead and um finish it for him actually Mm -hmm. because he was not going to put in the book of revelations and certain other books Mm -hmm. they decided that they were going to put that in then we get the bible Mm -hmm. and then after that we get many 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 more bibles now there's there's not just one bible Mm -hmm. so the bible is uh derived from the latin meaning the book Mm -hmm. which is weird because it is actually many books. Mm -hmm. Okay, But they're trying to say this is the most powerful book or something. I don't know what they're trying to say. But the Bible grew with the um, invention of the printing press. It was the first book ever printed.
1: And uh, and to this day is still the book that's been printed more than any other book. Any other book, that's right. Mm -hmm.
0: And I believe, now this is now a theory, I'm getting into a little bit of, I think this is what's going on, Mm -hmm. um, that it's been for money so this book is it makes money people want it it's people need it and there's people that are giving it away for free for sure um but the book so now fast forward Long time, let's say Puritan days, right before we're getting away from King James, right before he writes the King James Bible. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another Bible, and I can't remember the name of it. I think it starts with an M or an R, like the Remnant Bible or something. Where they're using this Bible, but it's called what it's what we call the uh, value-added Bible. You're familiar with the value-added Bible, right? Where they mm-hmm. There's there's the Bible and then in the then the little text they say well here's what it means here's what they're saying that's what we call value added you know Bibles okay. instead of just the words there's also the stuff in it so Puritans and the people that were against King James and they wanted to like not have this uh, monarchy and that stuff they had this one Bible that had value added stuff in it that was just like you know, they were they were kind of saying like, hey, man, we're kind of like the Jews, you know, we're getting persecuted. We need to get out of here and blah, blah, blah. And, and King James was like, nah, let's not do that. The Bible has no errors in it. And we're going, and that's where the King James Bible came from. He's like, we're going to make this Bible now. This is going to be the definitive one um, because we don't want those. And so to me, the Bible is just a bunch of scrolls that um, are from uh, other languages like ancient Hebrew and Aramaic that were then pulled together by the Roman Catholic Church or Empire, and then a million other times by different people throughout history. And now today even, we have more than one translation of the Bible. There's the NIV Bible, there's the other standard Bibles, there's the King James Bible still is very popular. And all these Bibles, Um, instead of just just letting the the perfect, unerred Word of God stand as it is, they actually have these little, well, here's what this means part to it. Mm -hmm. And I think they're taking a translation of a translation of a translation and then translating that into what they want it to mean. You know, when you read stuff and you're like, well, here's what I think it means, and you were wrong, I I just think that there's a a lot of... um, that's, I, I just feel like that's what's happening to the Bible. And then fast forward even more, you've got conservative people, let's say in the, in the church body, um, who are like, well, the, the Bible needs no value added. I like, I like only the word. And then you've got the other side of the church body that's like, well, I like this value added stuff. It actually speaks to me in my own language and I can understand it a lot better. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and so you've got these two factions, and then within those two factions, now you have um, the the um, I mean, how many how many different just only Protestant style Christians are there? And these are all people that have taken this book that everyone agrees on and have, do not agree on it. Like there's there's the reason why there's a different church is because they they are reading like well we believe that the that you have to speak in tongues or you're not getting into, into, into heaven. And this other church says, well, no, we don't believe that. We don't believe that at all. We're interpreting this a different way. And so that's what I think when I hear these like factual, like, well, this is what the Bible says and this is what actually what happened. I think to myself, well, that's, I, I have, I don't know that it did happen that way. I think that the Bible is not a book of answers. I, I do not believe the Bible was, um, we, we should look into it and think, we're gonna find some answers in here. I think we look into the Bible and we find nothing but questions. And it's an opportunity for like-minded people to come together and say, well, what do you think about this question? Well, yeah, 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 that's in the book of Deuteronomy, but what about this? This totally contradicts it over here. And we get a chance to have that unanswered question time where we, we figure out what, what do we believe, what is good, what is logical? Because I believe the word God actually comes from logic and I kind of believe like logical things are kind of godly if you want to go down that little spiritual route. But um, I feel like that's when we are coming together truly in the spirit of what, what a person who I can't very verify even existed, this Jesus person, but I, I like his teachings, I think he's a good dude. Um, I cannot verify he came back from the dead I, I think what was written about him is amazing, and, and when I put his practices in into pra- his practices into practice, I feel like I get good things out of it. But what I don't get good things out of are just following people's understanding of a book that I don't really think they understand. And especially when I just talk to a you know like a pastor who is like, oh, I think I really understand the Bible. And I'm like, well, how much ancient Aramaic do you know? Because if you don't know the actual language it was written in, you're missing so much in every translation. You just are. I don't care how long you study this. If you don't speak it, it's, you know, it's like you know, any missionary that had to learn Spanish or learn another language. You know, when, you learn, when, you, when you read a translation of a poem, that poem means a hundred different things when you read it in its own language. And so to take that situation and then to go, well, I know exactly what the Bible says. Here's what it says. Here's all the answers. So and, and then, furthermore, not to get political, but then to put a bow on it, and I'll be
1: done. Um, I was going to say, like you've you've brought up eighteen points. I don't even know if I can remember all of them. You cannot. Yeah. And so
0: um, that's kind of, and so the, it's the discussion of the Bible. And it's you, so you like didn't a,
1: want to get political. You forgot that point.
0: So I didn't want to get political, but it's then I feel like that kind of thinking gets dangerous when we then try to make it into law. When we when we take a book of questions and we go, here's the answers that I see that are clean, clear as day, and I want to make this into law. And that's that's the only danger I see, and and, that would, and I'm not gonna bring up which one we're talking about. We don't have to, but I'm saying like that's the importance of these conversations. you know?
1: So so okay, um, we could pick we, anything. Sorry, we I can was backtrack. gonna say we have to like backtrack a bunch. Yes, it all came from scrolls, but they didn't have books back then. So that's you true. have to you have to have something that you keep stuff written down. Yep. the most important job back in that day was storytelling so it's not like now where storytelling is not that important actually right. storytelling still is very important and that's why some of the richest people around are storytellers For they, sure. they write movies they are on youtube they're <sighs> hosting podcasts yeah, um, everything everything's about stories and so the the highest paid mostly respected people in in the communities you know 1500 years ago and on Mm -hmm. to however old you want to say people are the most important people were the people that could tell stories Mm -hmm. Um, and so as they're translating these scrolls to the next scrolls because that scroll is not going to last forever they have to Mm -hmm. refresh them um, they, they didn't have just one scribe do that it was a scribe had to write it word for word. They couldn't even like misplace a comma or a period or anything like that. Like you'd lose your job. Mm-hmm. And they had people checking in on those. And so these, these scrolls then, yes, um, are, are all over the place. And uh, part of that, which I'll, I'll say helped um, my belief in the Bible, is the Dead Sea Scrolls, which you can research if you'd like. They found these Dead Sea Scrolls in the 1950s. They carbon dated them. And the Dead Sea Scrolls predated B.C. They were B.C. Um, several hundred years before Christ. Uh, historically accurate, Christ did actually walk. It's not only documented in the Bible. There's two other historians that do say that this person, Jesus, mm-hmm. did, did live. Uh, yes, there is an outside historians that say that he rose again. Uh, we have to take the, the, the faith in that. Yeah, um, that's part of part of the the belief mm-hmm. uh, in in becoming a Christian is you have to believe that he died and rose again, because yeah, there's hard to have a witness without, two thousand years old and, with, without being able to prove it. And and when it's not as an important of a book, when it's just mm-hmm. like a a documentation, like there were historians back then that mm-hmm. weren't biblical that wasn't just Luke, um, their books weren't as important, especially even like as you're getting political, the Roman Catholics like they wanted to save all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And Catholic just means church, right? Mm-hmm. Like they just wanted one church, and yeah. the Catholics at the time, uh, two hundred A.D. are much different than eight hundred A.D., five hundred A.D. Mm-hmm. That were the government, mm-hmm. like literally the government, as you described. Two hundred two hundred A.D. They weren't; they were wanted to be actually Jewish people because that's um, the the Old Testament of the Bible is the Jewish Bible, right? And so. Uh, you you are not Jewish if you believe in Christ you, you're then a Christian and so Catholics come out as um, the answer because they didn't not every Jewish person believed in Jesus and so they had to have two different religions and so then you get the the church mm-hmm. the Christian Church and uh, and so when they decide to uh, com- compile all of these, it, it takes a very long time, just as you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it was a, I don't think monk's the right word. Um, that, yeah, that seems like know. a different religion there. Doesn't it? Yeah. Um, it's but, a long time ago. No. But it was actually, they call it canonizing the Bible. Um, and so they had rules and regulations in order for a book to make it in the Bible. Um, it's actually not supposed to be contradictory. Um, it's supposed to all all flow together. And so we can talk about contradictory you brought up job and moses and moses says just follow these laws you won't nothing bad will happen to you Mm -hmm. well job actually predates moses even though it's in a different order in the bible job is older than moses and so they didn't even have those laws then i'm not saying that that's the reason but um it all depends on also how you weigh like you won't have any pain because if you believe in an eternal life the momentary pain no matter how long you live if you even lived a thousand years on an infinite timeline that becomes nothing and so anything that we experience here on life and i'm not trying to minimize anybody's pain Mm -hmm. people um that, that lose loved ones that go through cancer my wife has ms i've had ringing in my ears for almost 20 years now we all we all go through pain that's part of living um if you, if you make it to heaven, though, and you believe in a, in a heaven and an eternal glory, mm-hmm. none of that actually ends up mattering. And so then those books don't become contradictory because Job, through his faith in Christ, or not in Christ, but in God, um, he then, he makes it to heaven. And so even if he, he went through all of those troubles, lo- loses his entire family, his wealth, has sores, has sicknesses, his friends all leave him he later then gets blessed in this life and has that another wife. It doesn't sound that great to me. Mm-hmm. But some people maybe that sounds great. Another wife and family and gets all these wealth and and whatever from that. Mm-hmm. Um and then he also has eternity. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the the big point is is having eternity. Those were like four four of the points. Four of the, the points. No, I I agree with you um that there are many things in the Bible that don't make sense. Mhm uh like horns causing the walls of jericho to fall outward Mm -hmm. because that's not how things happen walls that's the point i was actually trying to make Mm -hmm. you look at every city in the history that's been overtaken by another you know warring country yeah those walls go in when they historically found jericho the walls were out And that's not how things work. That's not how sound works. That's not how, when you take over a town, the walls don't fall going in. They found the walls facing out. And so they were like, this is weird. Right. And so that's why I'm saying the story is correct. Mm -hmm. And if you believe in a God that has control over physics and sound, Mm -hmm. then that can happen. Mm -hmm. And so... Well, yeah.
0: I mean, it's just like how... It's like when the the it's like how we read it, you know. Like we if we if we think to ourselves that there's a god that's going to give us these rules of physics and then be able to break them, that's cool. Um, but that one story, you know what I mean? Why would he do that? And and so, it, and I know that there's more stories that. But I mean, <clears throat> we're talking about a story. Like if we read this story at any other time in any other book, we'd have a million other things that could explain why walls would fall out like, well and, that, and like, then like, that's
1: like, actually what I think is part of it because I don't think <clears> our, <throat> our, I don't think God goes outside of physics right and I, so I, I would actually tell you that there probably is a scientific explanation for why that happened hmm the God part of it is the timing I mean, and, and so maybe there was a tornado or a cloud burst or lightning or I, I have no idea, an earthquake. Oh, sure. You know, any of these things that I'm not trying to actually scientifically tell you why that happened.
0: Oh, you're saying just this could have God Here's other called reasons.
1: somebody who followed through faith, right? And it was just like you it was like, okay, sound doesn't work this way. Yeah, this isn't going to work. Yeah, and then through timing of God lining up all of. The timing—he's at that exact spot when that yeah.
0: happens. So there's like a, a Bruce Willis diehard figure going, "When he blows that horn, I'm gonna blow the C 4 Right. And they're gonna right, go out.
1: Right. right. And, I, and so I'm saying, like, like I I don't believe that um, even even the story of Jesus walking on water. I, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. there's gonna be a scientific explanation. I don't know if I'll ever find what that is. Oh yeah. You know, but but like I believe those things happened. Mm-hmm. I believe that God arranged the timing of that. Mm -hmm. Inside of somehow inside of all of our free will, Mm -hmm. because um, Josh didn't, Joshua didn't have to go fight this battle. He didn't have to blow the horns. That wall was still going to come down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so God was going to have to outside of inside of free will arrange for something else to happen if, if. My Joshua vo- didn't listen.
0: My vote is that the horn was blown, like, by a Miles Davis character. Mm. You know what I mean? And people were just like, what is that amazing music out there? And
1: then they wanted to go see it, and they, they all came from outside. They just, the, like, pushed the walls the down. Yep. And they're yep. like, we need that sound
0: in here. Yep. That could yep. have been
1: it. And and so there's, there's also... Um what
0: yeah. I read about that story actually is, um, historically speaking, and what most historians agree on, is that that was more of a gradual process. Like the, the battle, there was no
1: battle of Jericho.
0: There was a...
1: The Bible doesn't really describe it as a battle either.
0: Well, there was no, like, there was no huge event where, where things happened. It was just there was this place and there wasn't that many people and there was way more people that lived out here and then gradually, gradually... They just became another person, and then hey, cities going to cities going to ruin after thousands and thousands of years, and and even at the site there's a there's a placard that says hey the the Bible doesn't meet up with the timeline. It's just it's not meeting up, and so th- that's what I'm saying is like, so it's okay to believe that. It's okay to believe like well they're mistaken, you know whoever's doing that is mistaken. But I mean. I mean, we have an argument, though. We we both we. I mean, I'm I'm dealing with archaeologists too and historians. Right. You are also dealing with archaeologists and historians. You know that have, and, and like you said, um, when you when you see a contradictory thing in the Bible, it's like, well, I just happen to believe that God, 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 and now it's good. That's what I hear when someone says, well, you're going to have the blessings after you die and you're going to have all this stuff. I'm like, well, you're usually told that by someone who has a lot of money and, and that's a good message for a poor person to stay poor. But I, I, I don't like that message. That doesn't make any logical sense to me. you know? Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, if, if the only focus is on, on money, if that's the only thing that does well, bring happy. Well, just happiness. like, what, what are we talking but about? Like
0: blessings, like the overall success in like this, whatever this life is. You know, we all have to agree that this is something you know it's not it's not nothing it's oh, not, absolutely it's, not isn't it's not nothing we can agree that this is not just a blip you know what i mean we can say
1: that this if, this life is actually the deciding factor this yeah, is the only shot
0: you get yeah if if you believe that this may be the only shot you get unless we come back you know because this may just be a natural phenomenon and we're going to live many lives we also can't prove that you know we we don't know
1: right right and and so, so yeah so, i i would say that um I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to I can understand that you, you I guess you have to come from a, a position where I, I fully believe that there there is a God I believe
0: and so that the only way to study the Bible is from a um, standpoint of this is all true if you want to be a pastor but I was actually reading a book I mean and the guy was named oh geez
1: well and, and so, I, so, so I wrote it down. here's long. the problem we run into is if I if I come to you with the proof in my book yeah. which has been the most studied book on the planet, the most researched, the most criticized, the most questioned, still standing, people still reading, yep. half the population of the world believes it. Yep. If I come with that book, anybody that disagrees with it is gonna say, well, yeah, but it's coming with a bias. Yep. I'm coming from a scientist that's an atheist. right? And you're gonna tell me that that's not a bias. Right. So, so so everybody, every single book you're going to read is going to come from a different bias. It's just mine's the worst one.
0: Or something. <laughs> but if anyone's interested um, with all this, because I got all of this information on the history of the Bible from one book. You know, it's just a real short read. And, it, and, and it's, called, um, the Unex- it's called The Rise and Fall of the Bible, The Unexpected History of an Accidental Book. Because, I mean, when you think about it, Jesus never had any idea of a Bible. Books didn't exist back then. So it's weird. I mean, this is a side note, but isn't it weird when you see a picture of Jesus with a Bible?
1: I haven't seen one. I I didn't think they took any pictures of him. Yeah, I mean a painting. (laughs)
0: I'm like, come on guys. Let's be at least a little historical accurate. So um, I would read that book. I would just read The Rise and Fall of the Bible, and it's by um, shoot, I didn't write down his name. Dang it. Timothy... Something, um, but it's a very interesting book, and all it does is lays out these things. And this man is a Christian. This is not an atheist trying to disprove anything. All I'm trying to do is have an understanding of the Bible that we can all agree on. You know? Oh, like, but that's
1: never. But that's never going to happen.
0: It's. It could happen though. You know? And it, you're right. It's not going to happen. His, <laughs> it's not, it's in the not. book, in the book, he even says his own parents don't agree with him because he was raised f- not. F- I wanna say just conservative Christian, maybe fundamental Christian. Basically every word of the Bible is true in his house, in his mom's eyes. You know, they read the Bible every day. They read other books. They, you know, they're, they're in the word basically all day. Mm-hmm. And he was raised that way. But he was raised with a um, value-added Bible he liked it better. It spoke to him much more. And it got him thinking, well, yeah, think, where did these come they call, from? I
1: think they call it a life application Bible now. A life application Bible. Life application. And, which which is fully noted in the front of the Bible that the words that are written that aren't the Bible are just this commentator dude. Just or several, a commentator like dude. It, it's not to be taken as seriously as the words right. that are above it.
0: And what really, um, another fact that maybe it's not something that, but it, it, did, it did weird me out a little bit about just the Bible being a business. In that um, Fox News owns thirty percent of all Bible publishing right right now, uh, Mr. Murdoch, and also the other twenty or thirty percent is by another secular company. So more than half of the Bibles being per uh, um, made right now and sold to people right now are coming from secular companies. So to me, the Bible has. It's it's, gr- it's a great book of That's, wisdom.
1: That is another that is another point that I wanted to touch on is mm-hmm. um, there there might be a misunderstanding um, on your part for the, um, how we get the translations, mm-hmm. and so I typically read what's called the uh, New International Version, the NIV.
0: So you're the more liberal one.
1: And well, I just just want <laughs> I like the words that it says because I understand them better. But there's the NLT, which is probably the most um, current translation. Uh, no, there's the Message. That that tries to be like our language is changing so fast now, <clears throat> to keep up with with you know, if we heard somebody from the 1950s, yeah, we we mentioned I Love Lucy. If you mm-hmm. watch I Love Lucy, it's mm-hmm. so weird to hear like the words they're saying, and yeah. and so they they um, they don't translate the NLT from the King James. Right. They don't translate the NLT from the NIV, which then got translated from the ESV. Every new translation should. I'm not saying all of them do because I don't know all of them, mm-hmm. should go back to the original Aramaic, mm-hmm. Aramaic, mm-hmm. Greek, and Hebrew. And they do. And they, they go all the way back to that. And so they're translating from the original Hebrew to the most current language of the day, mm-hmm. or to Spanish, or yeah. to Italian, or you know to whatever language they're trying to get it into. And it's not just one guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the NIV had 22 doctorates that... that then go through it, and so when I get to a point in the Bible, so there's two things. When I get to a point in the Bible that I don't think makes sense to me, mm-hmm. I pick up a different translation. So I'll, I'll pick up the King James mm-hmm. and say, "Okay, well, what did they? How did they write it then?" Then I'll pick up the Message, and so there's different ways to translate. You can do word for word, which most of them do, or you can do phrase for phrase. And so those that's going to change, just like you were saying about Spanish to English. If you mm-hmm. read a poem and somebody says, "I'm going to translate each one of these words individually." It's going to sound different than the guy that says, I'm going to translate each sentence yeah, at a time. It's, it's, it's called functional translation. Right. And so the message is more functional. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to sound a lot more like just you and I talking. Mm-hmm. You're going to miss certain words. And there's people that are so against you know, um, transliteral or you know, whatever it may be. And so I try to read all of them because just like you're saying, um, the humans involved in translating are fallible. Yeah. Um, even the even the humans that that put it together are fallible, which is why I think it took several generations to do to try to remove that infallibility. That's why I think God did the timing that way to, to canonize the Bible and put it together into a book is because He wants to remove one human being able to corrupt it. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that several humans can't, but it's a lot harder um, to have several humans corrupt something. I mean, just look at like Watergate. If the Clintons had acted on their own, nobody would have found out, but they had to involve everybody else. Right. And so people found out. Okay. Um, Anyway, I don't know. how um, (laughs) Yeah. And so anyway, so, so, and so then when I read something and I, and I don't feel, um, and so this is where our reactions are different. That's why I say you have to come from the understanding where I do believe that there is a God and that this word is what he wants me to read. Mm -hmm. I feel he given the word because he doesn't want humans in the way. And so I can read the Bible and not have to listen to another human. You you could just pick up the Bible and not have to have human interference, yeah. which is why I believe that this is the right way. Is because humans are imperfect. If if we know anything, and I, I knew at twenty one or twenty two that like any religion that says I have to go through a priest mm-hmm. or a monk, yeah yeah, 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 to get there is yeah. got to be wrong. Yeah, it's got to be wrong. It's got to be wrong. To put a so, man
0: between you and
1: God, right? and so that's why I have these beliefs about the Bible. Is mm-hmm. because if the Bible's wrong, well then then you know my. how how do I get to God then without that? And then, and so if I find something wrong in that, I don't question, um, the Bible. I question my understanding of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so when it it says something that I disagree with, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not the Bible's fault. It's my fault. And so that's where you and I would differ, right? And so you say that... I mean, for now. Y- you know, Job and Leviticus or whatever, right? Like, yeah. they're, they're contradictory. They contradict well, each other. I'm not going to say that, like, right now I can just give you every point for why they don't. Right, right. And, we and so I just, like, gave you kind of an off-the-cusp, you got to believe in heaven, because then it actually... Which is it, a f- totally
0: answer, And that, was, that will be rooted in your answer, for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: But, but at the same time, like, I would just say that my understanding in that is wrong. That, that either, you know, I've I've misunderstood right, right. what Moses was saying in the moment or what Job is saying or, you know, whatever. It's
0: not the Bible. It's you.
1: Right. It's not the Bible. It's me.
0: Right. So, um, and that's, that's, that's totally fair. Cause I mean, I could, I could tell you anything and you could be like, oh yeah, you're right. And then and, and the Bible doesn't say that at all. And you could be wrong and I could be wrong. And that's not what we're trying to do here, obviously. I just find it interesting, you know, to, um, to look at the Bible as something that's like this unquestioned book of infallibility. That's also what I believe the most published book in the world, the most purchased book in the world, and the most unread book in the world. Because <laughs> I know you, and I'm just going to make an assumption here, which is not smart of me, but I think you know Christian families where if you've been to their house and you looked around, there's going to be more than one Bible, and they want you to see that they own it. Mm-hmm. But if you ask him any questions about, hey, what's your fi- favorite Bible verse? Or do you actually spend time in the Word with all these Bibles? Or or is this just more of a material thing, so, performative Christianity?
1: And so you're, you're exactly helping prove my point that yeah. I think that humans are so infallible. We care so much. Actually, if you look at most Christians' lives, there's mm-hmm. a, a guy, Francis Chan, that uh, he said, uh, most of us Christians are walking around and we're going to be in our grave looking up. And he was hinting at people being in hell, right? <laughs> Looking up, saying, "Well, at least they all think I'm in heaven." <clears throat> oh yeah, I got gotcha. you right. And mm-hmm. so, so, the whole goal of Christians, many of them, and I, I found I feel bad like painting a huge blanket because there's, there's some there's, people, there's not some, all people, yeah. but but they really just want people to think they're a Christian, right? And, and the way that they live out their life is, is completely different. And
0: it's not just in the Christianity, I would say. That's, oh, that's their yeah, personality. It's,
1: it's, right. But it's also every other religion,
0: too. Yeah. Um, I, we can't paint Christians like that. That's not what I'm trying to do, either. Um, but I would say, like, I just have these questions, you know, because, like, um, I, I only have what this God gave me, you know, to, to reason, okay? And so my reasoning is thinking, um, well, so God... The all all powerful, mighty God, <clears throat> instead of giving the these scrolls and the and the word, to um, instead of giving the word to um, let's say um, China, where they had written word, you know what I mean, where they had a civilization where mm-hmm. more people were literate, <clears throat> instead he gives <coughs> all of his attention to his chosen people in the desert, the Jews, um, who are. illiterate right? (laughs) Um, and he's like I'm going to give you just these books for for a while and that's all you're going to (laughs) do
1: so I have to say like that would be like the exact people to show like these illiterate people came out with a book Uh of course it has to be from me They couldn't have done it. (laughs) I mean, that's just like the guy who found the thing in the hole. (laughs) I I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm I'm just, and at the time they weren't, like I said, like uh, that's, that's why I said, if there's a mistake in the Bible, Mm -hmm. God wanted it there. Um, I I think that he's powerful enough that, that I have the right book in my hand, Mm -hmm. like whichever one he wants me reading to affect my life, the way he wants my life affected. Mm -hmm. That's the one I have in my hand. And so the people that are all King James, that's what they need in their life because that's what God wanted, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what the path they have to go down mm-hmm. because he's trying to give each one of us the best chance we have yeah. at, at finding him.
0: And I like the story of Jesus. Like that's one of my favorite stories because what does he do? He goes in and questions all these people who think they all know the, the, the religio- law,
1: Yeah. All you know? of the religiosity and of so, the world.
0: And so that's what I, I mean. If I'm going to model myself after anybody and in that book, I'm going to model it after that guy and that guy would look at you real funny if you mentioned the Bible and said, Hey, you know, that one or two (laughs) scrolls that you have in your village, the the only one or two that usually each village would have, we put together 66 and, and we're telling them that this is all of your father's word, all of it and we just know we know that you're not here to say anything about it you never mentioned this one time to us but now that you're gone we've decided we're gonna put this book together see as,
1: as you tried to get rid of religion yeah yeah we brought it all back we we brought we it just, back we and we called it something new we're
0: now using the cool stuff that you did and we're gonna now recontrol it and re-put it into this machine that we just want power that's all we're here for and and well and,
1: and that's that's gonna actually kind of tie into the last thing I wanted to and I'm, I'm sure there's points I'm gonna listen back and go oh I needed to we're gonna miss so many points yeah I was supposed to I was just trying to our, our point in this is to set an example how two disagreeing people can have a disagreement and still agree and it's a messy ready? one we
0: didn't write anything down
1: Oh yeah no I, at first I was I was like oh well I'm not even ready for this job I'm not you ready gotta, for you, this and talk. You, you pulled out a note with a book on it. Yeah, so mad. I
0: didn't even write down oh, the actual name God, of the guy. Kid, so so bad. I wrote notes on what I was gonna say. Oh, let me see if I covered them. Actually,
1: oh maybe 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 I missed some like can... some
0: zinger. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I probably just put down cool facts. I really like the fact that um, so Bible, Bible, many Bible scholars believe that Jesus would be singing these words, and in that way, um, that is where the meaning comes from. So you know when you say when you say a word with a different inflection, right? It means a different thing, even right. in our language. And so,
1: so that's the the horrible part about putting this into English, which is one of the worst written languages on the planet. Like it, it's horrible at conveying um, amazing emotion, as Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic would have done. Yeah. And so, I I I would without doing any research, I would agree with whoever you read that from that so that they have to sing because like that's so interesting I've and, and never heard that before the language is is, is such a beautiful language and mm-hmm. so, oh, so I, I do have one point but I have to go back now because when I said that it gets translated so when I start studying like the the NIV you can buy the concordance is what oh, it's called yep, okay yep. and so the Bible concordance has every single word in the Bible yeah put in the front of it and then you can reference right every single time it was used and how they decided to translate that one word. Right, And so you can have like A huge love. huge book, by the way. Love, huge. yeah, yeah, it's super thick and like it, it gives you all the doctorates and, uh-huh. and where they came from and uh-huh. and like these are the people that helped put this whole thing together. So each word is numbered. Uh-huh. And then you can go and you can go and find how many times that word is then used elsewhere in the Bible and what they translated as. Because again, like the word love, there's Philadelphia love. There's phileo love. There, you know, those are both the same one, but there's different types of love. Mm-hmm. But we in the English language only have love. Agape. I learned. Oh, I, agape. I, there I remember. You go right, and so you can go back to the word of love and yeah. see. And this we use this translation here because in in context, this yeah. is what made the most sense. Mm-hmm. And so, when you said its, it's a book without any answers uh, mm-hmm. and and many questions i, I will agree I, I will agree that it it um it has many questions, mm-hmm. but for me, it did have the answer mm. um and and maybe actually more than one answer and so for me, it was like what's gonna happen when i die right like, okay like like that that's an answer it mm-hmm. does tell me what's gonna happen when i die if i I believe or don't believe right, right. If I have faith right. or no faith, but it also like Um, you you talked about Jesus like it says love thy neighbor as thyself yeah there's so much depth to that I know how much I love myself so much I have never (laughs) loved a single one of my neighbors as much as I love me no they're not as cool I think about me 90% of the day I take pictures of me I take pictures of what I'm doing I Mm -hmm. brag about what I'm doing I talk you, you know what I mean like like and it Mm -hmm. says just try just try to love your neighbors as yourself i feel that that's an answer i don't Mm -hmm. feel that that's a a question Mm -hmm. um and so i I think that there's there's more than just that but but that's that would be one of them i
0: just think the question is well well, how do we do that that's what i think we should all come together in a group like like if we were coming to church that's
1: the whole point in bible studies like like, (laughs)
0: like if i was if i was running a church like i'm a i'm the pastor now yeah you know i would i would say hey brian and all the people who are in my little church. Let's meet, and here's the question of the day. We're going to read this passage, and then we're going to maybe read a couple other passages that mean the exact opposite, and we're just going to talk. We're going to say, well, what What does loving your neighbor mean to you? Because it has to mean something from me than it is to you because maybe you're a mechanic and loving your neighbor means going over and changing their oil in the middle of the night without them knowing that'd, right. be, that'd be crazy don't do that but like or you, know, <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can love people all different ways yeah. based on who you are and, and, and the tools you have available to love Yeah. and so to talk about it I think is the most important thing don't you like I don't like going to churches when the pastor's up there going here's what the book says here's all the answers because I'm thinking you don't know crap sir or madam we, right. we need to be talking as groups maybe this whole group of people all 100 or 300 people in here need to have a chance to all talk about what does it mean to us
1: so so i agree um mm-hmm. I, I don't think i think uh okay wow and you can't agree that pastors are full of crap <laughs> no, no, no. I definitely can because I've been in that seat and, oh. and still am an ordained minister. Ooh, and um, I, 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 I I, refuse to teach on anything that I didn't feel I had a, a, a the most complete understanding I could. I can never have a complete understanding because I don't know everything. But as if complete, you're really like, confused, I, you're not going to teach it. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to teach on it until I can have an understanding because it's the same thing. I don't want my mechanic to... Um, Tightening, fixing the leak in my exhaust manifold. If all he's ever done is changed oil, but at yeah. the same time, he's not going to come and tell me, "You need to fix your exhaust manifold," and then I just have to blatantly listen, right? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. so the 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 job of a pastor is much like a mechanic or a doctor or anything else. Like you can go mm-hmm. to different places and get different different views, right? Yep. And so, uh, essentially, I feel just the same as the Bible. If, if God wanted us to have just one church, there would be. Yeah. But not all of us need, want, or or could possibly deal with that, right? I, I think it's passer. evidence
0: of the questions and the, the right. disagreements. Not disagreements, but you know what I mean. Different, so I, I, different I, I think, takes. <sighs>
1: I don't think people should, should you know, hop around churches all the time, but I do think that they should find one that they're comfortable with and they can ask questions. If you're if you're at a church where they don't want to ask questions, that's that, to me, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's a huge red flag because the, the, the first church that I called my home, one of the first sermons there, um, Pastor Ken, the one that I said is probably going to criticize the way I... I, I said what i believe about the bible bring it on um, pastor i'm just kidding it's not but but he he said like the 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 purpose of the bible is for us to ask questions because because life life is all about questions and if this book can't stand up to the questioning it shouldn't be the book Mm -hmm. and so that's and he calls it the chilton's manual manual for life and so eh, you the have the Children's thing. Mechanic yeah. book. And so it, it all kind of ties together now. So,
0: him and I disagree. He thinks it's a book of answers. I, I will go toe to toe with him, Pastor Ken. Why don't you come on this podcast? <laughs>
1: Wait, call, he calling he, you out he invited himself on the podcast calling you, you out that?
0: to I'm calling you out to actually come through on that inviting yourself on let's set a date let's talk about this stuff battle battle it out battle I'm not gonna battle but I just I question and I don't, I don't like backing down you know because right. well um,
1: and and so I'm I'm probably not like I've been a and I don't want to like dismiss this at all but um I've, I've done much of my own studying and I I just feel that uh there's, there's people that know a lot more than me. And oh, so, yeah. You Feel know, free it,
0: to send me links or... I like that stuff throughout the week yeah. if you want to. Yeah, there's, then,
1: a, there's a guy I listened to, David Platt. I don't agree with... And, and there's nobody I can find that I agree 100% with everything that they... So hard. They say. Uh-huh. Um, but David Platt sometimes explains it the best that I can understand it. Okay. Uh, Craig Groeschel does a lot of stuff with leadership. Um, he does a pretty good job explaining the Bible. Um and and so like there's there's definitely places that that you can check out and so ken would be one of them he actually um has translated a whole book of the bible from the original language that's so when you say mr. pastor you don't mr. know mr. pastor you don't know nothing. he can I, I, I was, mean, it, was it probably out of was it
0: functional or word by word i'm not sure we'll we'd have find to, out
1: we'd have to ask him but we'll find we'd have out. to ask him if it was transliteral or functional <laughs> i like that he's translated the whole bible no 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 no. Oh, no parts he, he translated it? one book oh one whole bo- okay. one whole book um that was part of like getting his degree is he had to be able to read it and then translate it on his own oh we should just talk about that one book then
0: you could let me know what it is and I'll just read up on it and just have a bunch of questions who knows oh I wish I could
1: remember right now I want to say like Philippians but I'm probably
0: way wrong it'd be cool like you know someone who's like knows it just to like the letter you know and he has translated each word for his thesis or whatever that'd be great you know what I mean Just and let's focus on that one and let's just talk about it because I'm sure I could find some questions and we could talk about it and just talk just talk you know just um get to an understanding because um yeah i i like it i, I like
1: that he, he would probably th- no not probably he would most definitely thoroughly enjoy talking about it oh cool Um but he would he would also be a little bit more blunt than our listeners would be used to um because that's just that's just who he is but um I think it would be fun. We'll have to talk to him about that. There's another pastor here in town, too, um, which I've already, he's he's already agreed to be on the podcast. So. Oh my goodness. Um, Paul Hansen. No, not Paul Hansen. Um, Corey Ingle. There we go. <laughs> Paul Hansen's um, at, at the same church. <laughs> oh. But Corey Ingle is the lead pastor at Harvest Springs, and and he does a lot of studying as well. So he gets into some of the subjects that a lot of pastors stay away from. Yeah, The Bible talk to this guy. The Bible talks about <clears throat> dragons, which yeah. a lot of people have said are dinosaurs. But then uh-huh, a uh-huh. lot of pastors will say, well, I don't even know how they. I don't know how they validate dinosaurs, right? Um, Okay. For for me, like I don't take. Oh wow, we could go a really long time. I'm not going to go a long time, but there's the the seven day creation. Okay. Um, You
0: you have arguments with the seven day Genesis story. So
1: many people do, and Ken and I would argue forever about it because he believes in the seven days. It actually took a literal seven days. Okay. I believe that you can't have a literal seven days if days never existed. That's what
0: I'm saying. Like, so a lot of the Bible people are taken very literally Yeah. when Jesus never said, Hey, this literal thing I just read in this writing here and then teach you about it. He would use this metaphor and that could have many different answers, the parables, you know? And I'm like, that's the way it is. That, 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 that seems more correct. Like Jesus wasn't like, Hey, I read this. This is the way it is y'all.
1: Right, and so that's never but that. that's the fun thing about the Bible is that like like you get to translate it, Joe. Like yeah. you get you get to take it and you can you can do with it as you please. But I think that um, the whole goal of God putting that Bible in your hand, whichever mm-hmm. one, is is to get you to Christ um beyond that we i mean yeah we get we can go down a lot of political things where people try to force the christianity on non-christians which is just the and maybe we should one day
0: because we're getting a little short on time but and maybe we should and that is a silly thing and because okay because what i believe no matter what the law is um male female doesn't matter i believe that you get to be you get to believe whatever you want to believe you get to have your own religion that's the cool thing about this country and i also believe that you are and not the weird um not not the weird sovereign so it's going to be kind of confusing but i believe that you are a sovereign nation unto yourself okay you know what i mean and so if which means just that you can survive on your own so so you can survive on your own. So if you're,
1: you, so you don't think we have to have laws? Is that what you're saying?
0: I'm trying to understand. No, no. Like, um, so you're a body. Like, you can feed yourself. You know, mm-hmm. you can go hunt. I'm just saying, like, as a person, as an entity. You okay. know what I mean? And so, like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to put any laws on you. There's just an understanding that I'm the same as you. And you shouldn't take what I got, and I'm not going to try to hurt you. You know, that's just kind of like this natural, like. Oh, that should be how it is. It should be how it is. It's um, just not.
1: It's just well, it's not. But but and so I I oh yeah, we we have to debate this. So at we some will point. debate that. But yeah. I just
0: wanted to bring that up. But like, that's the side I'm on. Like, I don't think there should be any laws based on our belief system of faith that we can inflict on people's everyday In separation lives. of church and state yes i, I, I completely agree with that i okay. actually
1: feel that our government overlaws us so and, much and has way too many laws and we should be like hey you can't like hurt people's people or you, or their property
0: you know I'm, I'm actually like i think we'd agree a lot on that because i'm way more on the people are way more basically good than we give them credit for mm-hmm. and, and we don't need all of these laws these laws are just so that police and, and lawyers can have a lot of money. And that's way oversimplifying it. No, I was going to say, I, that's way oversimplifying because, because, I, because I would because, actually
1: venture to say it's for control. It's not, I, I love I mean poli- that there is I, money. I, I
0: do love police. I, I, I don't like that we have lawyers, but you know, I, I see the necessity. I'm just saying that it's it's an unbalanced system and we can talk about it. Um, but the other thing I wanted to say, um, sticking to our a topic um, real quick. Oh, dang it. Am I going to lose it? Um, don't lose it is the um, the,
1: (laughs) hang on to it
0: it's the thing about your belief system um, and being free to believe what you want to believe oh that was it okay and so the reason why so I was raised Christian that's why I have sort of a background in Christianity Um, I'm not a Learned person at all I, I, I like I like I told you, I would have to th- think of something that I want to verify and then I'll go read the book right real right. quick okay I'm that sort of person um, and so while I was in church and so why I started looking let's say so I was raised in the church maybe people want to know maybe why'd Joe go away? what happened right and so maybe there's a, a ton of other things, but my whole life in church um, i I wanted to be less anxious you know less scared all the time, mm-hmm. you know, cause I was growing up kind of abused and, um, and people would give me advice and I've been baptized and I've prayed and I've had hands laid on me and I've years and years and years of this stuff. And I only had that one prayer and it was always give me peace. All I want is a sense of peace mm-hmm. just to have a, just to be able to breathe and not feel scared, you mm-hmm. know? And then, um, one of my friends was like, Hey, have you tried meditation? It's, it's like another word for prayer. Some people say that maybe that's what Christians were actually talking about. Um, and then he said, well, there's a style of prayer called Zazen, Z-A-Z-E-N. And it's just you stare at a wall and you think about your breath and you when you breathe in, you say the word in and when you breathe out, you say the word out. And if other thoughts try to come to you, you acknowledge them and try to get them out of your brain and focus on your breathing. And you do that for about 30 minutes. And you can get up to an hour and two hours a day is good. Um, so I started doing that about 30 minutes a day. And what it did was, is it worked out like the muscle that controls my emotions. So an emotion yeah. would come up and the emotion would take control of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with, with this Sazen, it, cr- it created like an exercise. Like I was working out the muscle that was like, well, I noticed that's an emotion or thought. I notice you there, I'm just gonna breathe. And so, once I started doing that, that style of meditation or prayer, if you will, mm-hmm. which was after I got out of the Marine Corps, like when I was an adult mm-hmm. um, and, and, and long, long, there was plenty of time for the church to be like, well, here's how you pray so that you can actually deal with your anxiety. Somebody who was like, well, I'm kind of a Buddhist and we believe in just meditation and we believe that it's more of like a mind-body sort of consciousness thing and it's, it's based in science, but it's actually, it predates many religions. Um, and um, try it like this. And then I did and my anxiety went away. Yeah, And I was like, oh.
1: Well, and I think, I think that like, you're kind of onto something because um, I think a lot of any religion, and, and so I'm going to pick on the one that, that I'm part of, um, I've said it a bunch but but people get in the way. Yeah. And so they, you know, they say pray like this, pray like that, pray okay. like that. But I think mm-hmm. that prayer is the one thing that we shouldn't tell people how to do. Um, Jesus gives us a little framework. Um, he, he spells it out and you get the our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, right? Do you like that one by the way? Right? Uh, the Lord's prayer. Mm-hmm. You, you get that. But that's all he really says. It's poetic, too. Um, but you don't you don't have people like coming up to you and saying, "This is how you talk to your wife." Like they may give you advice, but they don't say, "These are the words you say." This is how you start the conversation with, yeah. with "Dear Lord." This is how you end it with "Amen." Like mm-hmm. nobody says that. Yeah. Um, but they do with prayer, which all prayer is is talking. To the God you believe in. Yeah. The, the, the. And so it should just sound a lot like conversation. Mm. Sometimes it should mm. sound like yelling. Sometimes it sounds like silence, right? You're sitting in a vehicle with your wife and you have a 14-hour drive. Mm. Not all those conversations sound the same. Some of them are heated because you're talking about money or kids. Some of them, it, it's silent because you're not listening to anything and, you, mm. you know, maybe somebody's napping. You know what I mean? And so, like, like conversation, it shouldn't have this... Um, this framework around it that says it has to be like this, and oh, so oh, I
0: completely agree. That's how I prayed. that yeah. that, that, that is my style. When, oh my when, when I was a when I was like a practicing Christian, I would say, let's say from birth until, mm, just after I got out of the Marine Corps, I think, somewhere, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Um, that's how I did it. I was I was a Protestant. You know, I, I was raised Calvinist, maybe. And so,
1: so you had to say the certain words and you had like vows?
0: Well, well the, the Calvinist part, when I was a kid, that's what, how I know the Lord's Prayer. Because as thinking back, they were in robes, they had incense. It was very Catholic esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but after that, um, probably middle school on it was all born again evangelical sort of mm-hmm. that style of yeah. conversation and yeah. prayer, and that even brings up a fun uh, an interesting point because that was sort of a, a split in the church too, because there was the fundamental Christians who were like, well, we sing hymns and we do church in yeah, this right, way, right. and then there was the Billy Ga- Billy Graham character who was like, well, why don't we use these fancy marketing tools and fun music that the kids like, right. so we can actually spread the word of God in a way that they will to right, and so I mean that that goes on today. I mean, some people will say that he is the the godfather of all the Christian materialism. That's why everyone has a Bible but doesn't read it, you know, because mm-hmm. they just want you to mm-hmm. think they're super holy, right? And right. Uh, and that's an argument
1: that oh, people have, but and, yeah, and an interesting
0: topic, but uh,
1: oh, know. there's so many bunny trails we could go down. Um, the last thing I want to say is that if uh, if you're listening and I've offended you in some way because you're uh, a Christian listener, yeah. Um, how do I say this gently? Uh, get over yourself. And if I have offended you, um, (laughs) I,
0: I did not do it purposefully, even though I seem like I have excitement, it's just the excitement I have is to be able to talk about something so taboo.
1: Right. Right. You're I, I, not supposed to talk about it. And do you know I'm, how hard it was for me to be quiet while you were talking.
0: I know how you were biting your lip and oh, I appreciate so much. you. And I, I like
1: I, looked at my phone once and I was fiddling with my water. I, know, I, was, I was I was intently I paying attention <laughs> the entire time but it's I was like, oh I got to so interrupt. Funny. No, don't because that's not a good example and, and I want to I want to get let him get it all out. Let him get it out.
0: It's really hard to get out like, "Well, what do I think about the Bible?" to a pastor. Who's looking at me going, "Well, I have something to say?" You know what I mean? So thank right. you for letting me
1: get that out. Yeah.
0: And it's tough because it's like something that I struggle with, you know because I, I grew up with it, I've read it. But not
1: a single thing you brought up have I like not questioned myself? Yeah. Right. These are all valid yeah, like, questions. Like they're they, all valid questions. I'm not and trying that's to like why, throw
0: fiery arrows for no reason, you know? <laughs> right. And that's
1: why I was trying to be rude um, to any Christian followers. Um, like, <laughs> trying to be as blatantly rude as possible. Like, my <laughs> beliefs don't have to be yours. Um, your beliefs can be yours. Um, that's actually one of the biggest things I've been going through the last couple years is just because I have a conviction. Because I believe something. You know, I've got to start working out to be healthy. That's actually a religious decision on my part. Mm. Um, I, I felt that uh, this, this body I need to take care of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have to have God work miracles to heal me from a sickness if I can actually take care of myself. And, and so anyway, but my conviction doesn't need to be yours. I, I challenge you to, to read the book in front of you or, or pray to, to your God and, and get your own convictions. And don't try to put them on me. I'm in a completely different spot than you are. You're in a completely different spot than I am. And, and so like, we, we should be free to have these feelings. Um, we should be free to have these thoughts and, and I'm not even saying you are wrong and I'm right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying this is where I'm at in my life right now. And through my 12 years of studying the Bible and, and the people that have put it together, this is where I have come to. And tomorrow it might be different, mm-hmm. um, because we're allowed to change opinions and, and Joe's opinion, um, you know, I, uh, may change tomorrow. Yep, it's right.
0: changed a couple times actually.
1: <laughs> right, and and so like, um, that's that's a part of the human experience is where mm-hmm. we go through pain and anger and frustration and anxiety, mm-hmm. and all of that is is uh, it can either um, it can either make you bitter or better. Mm-hmm. And we've said it before on the podcast.
0: Yeah, I became a musician. <laughs> just so it can make
1: you bitter, better, or a musician. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so um, if, if any of this has offended you, use it as an opportunity to make yourself better in some way and or not just bitter to, at me.
0: Or reach out to us. And, um, oh, totally. Send, We'd
1: love to have some of those questions or answers and, send, and read them Send out.
0: me or Brian anything that you want us to consider. You know, and if it's if it's sent to us with a, you know, positive intent and and not hateful, (laughs) I will definitely read it over. And, you know, I mean, if anything strikes my interest, I'm a man that's like, I will go check out that book to learn more. Yeah, totally. Because I want to know more. I don't I'm never, ever thinking, oh, I know everything.
1: Oh, absolutely. The, the not. one
0: thing you should know, you can always assume is that I'm positive that I'm not sure about anything. <laughs> and so when you see me get really excited when I'm arguing with someone, it's when they're sure about something cuz I'm like, "Oh, oh right. really? Are you
1: so sure?" cuz <laughs> Right. Well, and that's the thing too, is like um, in any of my answers, I'm like, okay, well, I, I read this eight years ago yeah. and yeah. I'm trying, you know, I know that I know where I have my belief now based on the reading of eight years ago, but who did I read yeah. that from? Is that a trustworthy source? Mm. Do I need to go back and research this again? Ooh, and, well, I'm glad you know, I
0: brought that up in you because maybe you question yourself and be like, well, I need to reaffirm some things and that might bring up something cool. Who knows?
1: Right. Because when I first became a Christian, I did all this studying on where the Bible came from because that was like a huge... Huge concern of mine. Yeah, you want to know if it's true? Because it's like written by a bunch of dudes and put together by a bunch of dudes, and dudes are are
0: fallible. And a lot of the stuff that we like was written about Jesus was way after he died. So I mean, yeah,
1: the earl- the earliest one was at the earliest, and, and I'm talking. This is like like it probably wasn't this. Yeah. It was 30 years after he died. I was thinking 100 it was um, like it was like Luke. Uh, well, like the, the the four but books still a thirty Matthew, years Matthew, Mark and Luke wrote them before they died and they were alive when Christ was walking the earth. And so okay, and so like they have to kind within sixty sense. years.
0: Of course, in the Bible, those people were living to like a thousand. Some not, not, not at
1: the time of Jesus. <laughs> those <laughs> are the some of, of Jesus. Those
0: are come, Those are some of fun facts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those, those. That's long ago. Right and in the again, beginning. That's where you. Oh right no, we're not getting sidetracked. We're no, not getting no. sidetracked. No, no. But there were people living nine hundred years, and that it seems like such a ridiculous number. But they don't.
0: It would no. be a fun thing to research, but it's not yeah. like the overarching. Yeah. point but the point is um, we at
1: our official longest podcast
0: yeah of course because we started off all light and then I was like "Ooh, I brought up church and let's, we talked about working out and then,
1: and then you were supposed to only bring up the battle of Jericho and you well you, I couldn't you went crazy
0: I couldn't I was like there's no way I can bring up just this thing because the problem that I have with what you said has nothing to do with the actual e- example you know right, what I mean so right. that's my fault you know well, I,
1: and you also probably knew that my retort was going to have to do with like how i believed in the bible right right? like like, and so
0: you kind of had to go down that whole path right i had to just steep myself in the basics of the bible not just that one story I, i did look up a little bit just to say well what what is those scholars like right now today saying and today the scholars are saying that that didn't happen that way however there are Christians that believe that that is a cover-up by, the, I think, the Palestinians who are in control of that site right now, who have um, motivations to disprove the Bible, right, I guess. Right. So
1: Because everybody coming at this has a motive.
0: Yes, they do. Every and so I'm saying like what, what I know right now and historic, historians and everyone are saying right now, hey, that could change. I mean, they could dig up that area that they that they covered up with dirt and find those pots that they want to find. I read a little bit up on it. yeah. And hey, you know, the, my opinion could change about that particular one. But I thought it would be more fun to just go you know, just very, cause I mean, who's going to st- study that one battle and that one thing that right, happened? Right. Like, let's just talk about like, well, yeah. let's, t- you know, cause what, what, I don't know about bothering me. It was stuck in my mind. Like, well, I don't, I don't like agreeing with just like, oh yeah, that totally happened in the Bible, just the way you said that, 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 that did. I'm more comfortable with just like, well, here's an idea I got from the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is what I gleaned from this story and how yeah. I have yeah. interpreted it. And that's a great way to. And then I won't, I won't say anything. Like, oh, that's the way, how you've interpreted something of faith. Awesome. That's a great. Let's talk about that. Because I love, I love talking about what people think, and am I wrong? Let's find out. Cool, yeah, yeah. you know. Because if I find out that I'm wrong, well, shoot, tomorrow's going to be better because
1: I'll be right tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, that's a good way to look at it too. My knee feels better,
0: even just talking about this. So maybe that was part of the, part of the mind body connection. You've been hanging connection. on to I was so worried about offending you. You know what I mean? I didn't want to oh, offend you.
1: I've I really tried to. Okay, so how to how to offend Brian? I've, I've, I've realized, okay, so I was walking around by myself on Monday looking for deer, okay. and um, I chased down this buck. Four different times I got within 100 yards of him um, with my bow, and he evaded me four different times, and, and it, was, it was upsetting. But as I'm walking around, and this is weird, right? I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm being vulnerable here. I was walking around, for some reason, have you ever heard of The Love Languages? Yes, that book yes and and so like it's for some people it's words of affirmation yes. for some people it's acts of service mm-hmm. it's uh physical touch mm-hmm. um i've never really known my love language oh every time somebody would ask me i'd like lie right and whatever i kind of felt in the moment that's my love language yeah i'm kind of realizing it's words of affirmation Mm-hmm. And I didn't want it to be that because I felt like that was too prideful. Yes. Like I need people to tell me I'm doing a good job. Feel shallow. Right. right. And so it's hard to off- it's hard to offend me because mm. I've, I think it's a military, right? Like Thick-skinned. Um, maybe? Y- y- you grow a thick skin. Uh, yeah. I always call it like being a duck. A lot of people's words will fall off me. Uh-huh. But if you're somebody close to me, mm-hmm. like you're under the skin, right? Yeah, like you. I've let you under the skin. That's it. That's a good way to offend me. But if we're talking about a, it's not a superficial. But you're not talking about me, right? You're talking about the Bible. Right. That doesn't affect me at all. Right. And so, like anything you believe doesn't affect what I believe, to a point. Like um, I'm I'm sure if you you brought information forward that would change my view, then that would that would be different. But it's still not going to offend me. Right. 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 Um, So no, um, I hope next time, um, as long as you're just not um, uh, talking about like my work ethic. (laughs) <laughs> you know okay. or something like that <laughs> yeah. um, uh, um, but I think my love language is words of affirmation because when my wife she, uh, that's, what, that's what brought it up she texted me and she um, lately hasn't like just randomly texted me mm. but she just she texted me hope you're doing well love you and i got like this just like amazing feeling like uh-huh. oh my wife is at home thinking about me right now uh huh and like like i just like got this ooh i'm going to go get a deer now right like, i don't know like a caveman or something like yeah. yeah. <laughs> i'm going to bring i didn't bring anything home but um <laughs> you got the feeling, I, I, I really just got that feeling and so um but i'm 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 glad that it uh, helped your knee i think it did to to talk this out
0: i think it did i mean and you i have the same the same um The same thing as you. The same love language. That's why I got into uh, entertainment Mm. because um, I love instantly knowing whether or not I'm making people happy or Mm. entertaining them or making them sad. Yeah, you know, I love that instant gratification because then I can change or do whatever I need to do, and then I can make a whole room of people happy and smile at me and get money for that thing. And that just like fills me up every time I do it.
1: Well, you know? and, that, and then that's the key to almost social media too, right? That instant, is, instant yeah. gratification, you get that notification that somebody likes what you posted and they yeah. call it a like, that's yeah. not an accident, you know? Yeah, um, I used to write
0: like just super personal things on, and I still do, like I like to share about myself on Facebook because I thought that's the marketing, if I'm gonna be a marketing person, that's what I want to market about myself, like the actual things that are happening to me. Mm-hmm. So so if you meet me, you're not going to be like, oh, God, I thought you'd be way different.
1: Right, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then, oh, Okay, we're not going to get sidetracked. We're at two hours and four minutes. If you're still Boom. listening, if you're still listening, I know, uh, Stephen, you're still listening. Thanks, buddy. Melanie, you're hardcore. Lindsay, thanks. Lane, if you're hanging out, send me a text. Isaiah? <laughs> oh. But Isaiah, he just like started screaming in the back seat of the car right now, yeah, yeah, out of excitement. Leia that's for you too,
0: Isaiah's sister. Hmm, Leah, s- Leah, Leah, you're so special,
1: yeah. All right, <sighs> thank you all. We appreciate you sticking through it. I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, I did have somebody say, Hey, you need to keep the interviews, I really like them. Yeah, we got them. Don't worry. Yeah, we we've got them coming. Um, but we we aren't just going to be two guys sitting around talking about the podcast, or or only the Bible. But as it comes up, I'll just bring it up. <laughs> yeah, but we want to we want to talk about topics, and so in this in this podcast, we were interviewing each other, and so um, we appreciate you sticking through it. And we we're we're gonna end this thing. Thank you, Dantes, for checking in on us and being nice and having just this great environment. We appreciate it.
0: It was super cool, and I think they're, you know, closing up and almost not yet giving me the eyeball, but <laughs> yeah, we gotta get out of here. They should be. Yeah, and I we appreciate you guys if you're listening, Monica. Um, I, I texted her and was like, "Is it cool?" And she's like, "Sure, but you know, make sure to not stay here all night, you bums." And then here I am being a bum. Yep. <laughs> this is why this is why they fired me actually I can't <laughs> you, remember
1: you bum. <laughs> you bum but hey Joe I just want to tell you now that you've told me that your love language is um, words of affirmation you did a great job today
0: wow Jeez, thanks man yeah
1: I appreciate it thank you for um, getting us out here and podcasting it was your motivation that got us here um, and so I just I appreciate you brother I appreciate
0: you right back. I mean, your um, your soothing baritone makes me feel like comfortable enough to talk to you about the hard subjects. Mm. I can just mm. see why people, I can see why you're a pastor and it makes me uncomfortable that you are a pastor. Like it makes everyone else uncomfortable. Yeah. But I'm less uncomfortable with it now, you know, because I'm like, I can talk to him. He's yeah. cool. Yeah. You know, so keep being cool. Hopefully. And um, I think there's nothing but good that can happen on this podcast with the uh, with a guy like me and a cool cat like you
1: right right on that on that note Mm -hmm. i've been brian i've been joe we'll see you next show we'll see you next show (laughs) oh that was no 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 no. let's do it again (laughs) because every time we do it it like gives me chills like i love it i love it y'all i've been brian i've been joe we'll We'll see see you you next next show. show